Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Elf and seals are like, they, I'm attracted to them. In I'm attracted to them. <laughs> Somebody put that on a piece of cord. Intellectually. James with elephant seals. Good afternoon or evening, ladies and gentlemen. The Lore Boys are here. I will be your host this evening. Peter O'Donoghue. Forgot my own name for a second. To my right, James Miller. Giorno. Hi. We've been spending a lot of time here in northern Italy, yeah. uh, so he's starting to pick up on it, but it's not perfect yet. No. And uh, right across from me here to my, uh, to my northwest, Ethan Palmer. Hi. Hi. Ni hao. That's, yeah, we also spent some time in China, but we're not there anymore. <laughs> oh, is that is that not Italian? Ni hao? No wonder we're getting so many weird <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What town, you Can I get a pepperoni pizza, please? In Italian. And they, then they brought you a cheese pizza yeah, instead, they brought me a cheese pizza. fucking Those ridiculous. idiots. Yeah. But they made it an extra large, and I ordered a small, so. Yeah, yeah. well, it's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. it's not so bad. Pizza for the whole gang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for me, because I can't handle spicy milk. Oh, that, yeah. That lactose, that milk though. Spice. Yeah, it was cool. I was at a wedding in Calgary. Whatever. A little while ago, when I missed yeah. those missed those episodes, yeah. and like people with food allergies had got to go get the burritos first out of the food oh, truck nice. that was supplied, uh, so I got sent out with all the other disabled people nice. to, like, <laughs> to, to get my to get my no cheese burrito. Oh, cheese free burrito. <laughs> you make vegan sound like disabled. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, like allergies are a disability, kind of, right? Yeah. People eat cheese in front of me, and I get really triggered because yeah. I, 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 I take a ramp into into pizza restaurants. Oh, really? Well, wow. I have a, I have hay fever, and I have an IQ of forty two. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's because of my hay fever. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 actually do come up just because like we have taken away all the microbes and stuff from our bodies, so we're looking yeah. like our defenses are looking for something to attack. That's so it. Yeah, attack yeah. Too, mu- too much antimicrobial underwear. Exactly. Too much. Uh, <laughs> on the subject of Ethan being an idiot, uh, James, <laughs> what have you been playing? this week <laughs> that was a double insult yeah. Yeah. um i have been playing uh i got xcom for ps4 so started mm. that i'm really bad at it but i'm learning it's because it's hard yeah i got made huge uh, progress in crash bandicoot i beat the high road if you guys go look up the high road on youtube it is, is a ridiculous level is that the in the first one uh yeah you're, yeah you're on you have to jump from blank to blank and oh there's fuck is that the turtles yeah is that the uh Foggy Bridge one? Yeah. yeah oh my god. That is fucking level, yeah. It is brutal. It's like seen as one of the hardest levels that was included in the original game. There's another hard level. Ethan knows the name of it. It's like Stormy Ascent or something Stormy like Ascent, that. Stormy Ascent, yeah. And it was not actually... It was included in the game and the devs took it out of Crash 1 originally. Yeah. Uh, but you can still access it if you had a Game Shark. So you put your Game Shark on, you access this really incredibly hard level, and then every time you game over, which is bound to happen... You also have to reset your game shark and go through that menu again. Fuck. 
So it sounds like torture in... I don't know why anyone would want to do it. Was it, themselves. Was it fun uh, when uh, you yeah. finally beat it? <laughs> I didn't actually play that one. I just heard it's out there. But next to that one, this is the hardest one. And I beat it this week. I was very happy. Nice. nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And XCOM, tell me how you're liking that. Because I, as I've made it abundantly clear yeah. on this podcast, I fucking love XCOM. Big fan of XCOM. And I love XCOM 2. Yeah. I'm super new to it. I've only done like two missions. Uh, my experience with it is like gate crash where you have to blow up the statue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And then there's one where you kind of have to go turn off like a transmitter or the aliens are going to come in. Well, okay. So the, the cool thing about XCOM 2 is the first mission and the story missions yeah. are the only ones that are scripted. Okay. Otherwise, every mission is random level, random objective, random enemies. Okay. So if your second mission was to blow up a transmitter, like mm. that's different than than, than, than me or, gotcha. or somebody else. Yeah. They're all randomized. Gotcha. Yeah, my experience with it, I had to stop this transmitter. I had five turns. I got there on the last turn and... I was still trying to figure it out because on PS4. I didn't know the controls. Okay. Uh, and I was trying to figure out how to hack, but it turns out the guy that I had didn't have the hack ability. No, that, uh, that you need the, um, yeah. the gremlin. So I pressed the center button thinking I could maybe open up another menu, and that is skip turn on, uh, on PS4. So I skipped the turn, the alien showed up, and I lost, and I kind of got frustrated, <laughs> and I turned it off. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, it, XCOM is very much, uh, you have to worship and yeah. pray to RN Jesus oh, pretty hard exactly. there. Yeah. I actually played a bunch of Skyrim, too. I picked up an old save file, and I oh, just fuck. wanted something that was low stress after that really hard platforming level in Crash, and yeah. kind of zoned out. <laughs> I got lots of sores on my fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that was pretty much my week. Uh, lots of fun. I want a game I can play with just the palms of my hand. I don't need fingertips anymore. <laughs> That's why they call him Ethan Palmer. <laughs> Oh, exactly. Speaking of which, would you uh, would you get up to this week? Uh, I've been getting ready for hibernation, so I've been burying uh, a lot of nuts in okay, my backyard. Good. Um, it's looking good. Spring's. You always have be... such an interesting week. Like uh, it's because it's because well, you live in the in the burbs, eh? Yeah. Well, I live under a bridge, and I mean, it's important to store your food for the spring. You know. It's, yeah. It's not interesting as much as it is necessary and vital to my survival. Nuts don't keep above ground. No, not very mm. well anyway. No. Sometimes they go into trees, though. It's very frustrating. So you, you go back to a spot where you had planted food, and all of a sudden there's a tree there. It does and nothing not, for me. And it's not sexually mature enough, so it can't grow food itself. Exactly, mm. yeah. It's nutty, honestly. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Man, it's, 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 it's such torture waiting for trees to reach sexual maturity. <laughs> yeah. So they can get nuts hanging <laughs> oh, on. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, I'm playing Dark Souls 3 still. I got two bosses left. Nameless King and Lothric and uh, Loric. Okay, so that's three bosses total, because you still have the uh, Soul of Cinder, the last boss. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Lothric and Lorien are not the last. No, I am. No. Well, but, I haven't uh, yet, so I wouldn't know. But yeah, there we go. Yeah. How, you, uh, how you digging it? I like it as much as ever. Uh, it's a Dark Souls game, so it's good fun. I think I prefer it to the first one, which might be controversial, but... Um, I definitely prefer the video game, but maybe not yeah. the map, No, personally. yeah, that's fair. I think it plays better. I like the fact that different weapons have... Some weapons have different weapon arts. Yeah, yeah. I like the weapon art system, and I like that magic is viable. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I really, really enjoy being a uh, spell sword. Yeah, no, A lot. Fair. But um, otherwise, I mean, like, eh, it's not that interesting to explore in comparison. No, in comparison, no. I no. mean, Dark Souls 1 was uh, groundbreaking uh, when it came out. It really defined its own genre, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah, guess yeah. Dark Souls 3 doesn't do that. It just plays to the genre really well. And yeah, coming was... off of Dark Souls 2 is really nice. Yeah, Dark Souls 2 is fine. Yeah. I think personally, uh, I still have it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like because um, a buddy of mine has has it on PS3, but doesn't have a PS3. <laughs> he has my 360. Oh yeah. And then yeah. I have a PS3, but I don't have a TV right now since my roommate uh, left. Okay. So I, I have to go to I, like I'm going to get my TV and my coffee table from my mom tomorrow. Okay. So I'm gonna start playing Demons Souls. Demon Souls. 
which I have, but never finished because I don't have a television anymore. Yeah, uh, I've that never. One's, that one's tough too. Bonfires are so few and far between, man. There it's aren't. Like... There aren't even any. They're arch stones. Yeah, whatever they are. When you like beat a boss, and I've never gotten past um, the the farthest I've ever been in that game is a tower knight, who's like the second oh, boss. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big dude in the in the castle area. Yeah, I never really got past. I I, I got past him, but I've never been further than beating him. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, did you play anything else? Just Dark Souls. Um. I'm sure I played something else. But... Did you play the Destiny beta? By any oh, I did play the Destiny beta. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, uh, did you? No, uh, the beta wasn't on uh, console that weekend. It was like a month ago. So oh, I fuck. Okay. On it, yeah. You do have a PC, though. I do have a PC, but I'm not confident it could run Destiny 2. Okay. Yeah, but you should have tried anyway. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like, there's a, there's a YouTube channel called Low Spec Gamer, by the way. Okay. I don't know if I mentioned him before on the no. podcast or just to you in general. No. Uh, you should subscribe to Low Spec Gamer because uh, okay. if you're worried about PC performance, yeah. uh, those, like, config files that shit you can modify that that like modify settings beyond just <laughs> beyond just like what's available in the menu because yeah. you know you have like low high me- low medium high very high okay. shit if you modify these ini files sometimes you can set things that like beyond low oh that's Whoa. really cool yeah Actually, yeah definitely look into that that's wild and wacky yeah. or disabled how'd you like the destiny beta though that sounds illegal and i don't i don't support anyone doing that uh the files on your computer are not yours they that's belong- true they belong to Google. I, I understand you paid for them, but they still belong to yeah, Activision. They, yeah. Yeah. Something just dawned on me. You live under a bridge and you're a PC gamer. Yeah, of course. How, how do you get your power? I host a gaming podcast. I mean, of course I'm a PC gamer. <laughs> um, I, true, I get my power. I have a water wheel that, uh, oh, that runs in the river. Yeah, nice. I dip it, it in whenever I, I, want, I, want, makes to get, two I want to do my spin gaming. Makes two magnets around real fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, Destiny Beta was fun. Um, I mean, it was, it was pretty short. There was two maps multiplayer. Um, it was good. I mean, I wasn't, I, I was wasn't crazy about the first Destiny. Mm. Uh, the second one was the same. It felt like, yeah, you know, um, it'll be more fun, I guess, when it comes out, because then there, there's just more to do. You know what I mean? It, it like, looks a lot like an expansion pack, not like a sequel. Uh, yeah, it feels a lot like one, honestly. And, and that's uh, fine. I, I don't think I would play it if I was only going to be the only one playing. It. I have a bunch of friends at work who are gonna play it. Oh, so okay, good. Doing yeah. raids, and yeah, yeah, just catching up and playing and just shooting. Bad guys, it's gonna be fun. Shooting dudes, shoot all the dudes. I really, yeah. I like, I like the artistic design and I like the concept of the warlock class. I like yeah, the, I like the space wizard a lot. It's really cool. But the other ones look boring as fuck. Like, yeah, what are, thin guy with revolver and uh, big dude, big like, dude with machine gun and uh, titan. titan. Yeah, yeah, warrior, hunter, mage. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But I like the space mage. I always pick mage. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I always I mean, the, the mage in Destiny one, but eventually did max out all. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You have a PS4. You had like the, you had like the privileged console yeah. that got the, you got the chosen one, exactly. the, where everybody got everything opposed exactly, to like yeah. the uh, you know those fucking pieces of shit on yeah. Xbox. Yeah, that's it. Thanks a lot. Picking favorites, Bungie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why? Well, what are you just gonna scorn the console that made you that what made you are? You, yeah. Uh, <laughs> No kidding. Uh, not that I have an Xbox or anything and yeah. give a shit, I have a PC, but I, th- I yeah. still think it's dirty. Yeah. Got some good news this week, too. I uh, got invited to go to DreamHack in Montreal. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah it's going to be a long fucking flight. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, like, I'm going to have to travel all the way there, but once I get there, um, I'm going to the casino the night before to meet up with some VIPs who are going to be at DreamHack, so I might be rubbing shoulders what? with some esports players, with some team managers and that type of stuff, so I'm going to go and try and network a little bit and see. That's going to be fucking awesome, cool. yeah. Yeah, we got our own private rooms, some poker chips, free drinks, and all that oh, stuff. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, cool. It's really fun. Get all dressed up, and uh, we'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, um, I, 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 oh, yeah, because I, I, shilling, I still find, makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. So, like, 
I guess we're gonna have to get some cards made or something, right? Yeah, I'm something. Yeah. I can probably uh, throw something together, get those printed out at just Staples. Need to get printed, yeah. 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 Exactly. But um, yeah, so I guess I'll I'll take it then. Uh, this week to get into the spirit of what we are recording today, I replayed most of Half Life Two. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Didn't I? <laughs> Excuse me. You all right? <laughs> Half Life makes me sick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, alcohol is bad for your kids. Don't drink it. Yeah, I'm drinking salt water. I noticed my um, kidneys hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that now on iTunes we have the uh, little explicit content E. Is oh, that yeah? something you checked off, or no. is that something no. that Apple would have done? So that happened with Apple, and they only caught us about ten episodes in. They're yeah, all, they, we don't have E until like yeah. ten episodes. Yeah. now they're all. E. Uh, they just... need to go back and review our first ones. Yeah, I know. Oh, we no, never should have yeah. gotten through with that. I mean, what, the Borderlands episode is episode three, and that's the, <laughs> yeah. that was our, that was the first rowdy cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the first yeah. cast I was referencing God's spunk. So. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> We've been dirty since the beginning. The dirty lore boys. Yeah. Dirty little lore boys. Dirty, dirty so little bad. lore boys. Oh yeah. So bad. But um. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at me some punishment. Oh, yeah. Uh, Foucault, just come for me. <laughs> um, Half-Life? Yeah, so Half-Life. I replayed uh, most of Half-Life 2. I got to Highway 17. Okay. That's about the first start of the game. Just got through Ravenholm, got to Highway 17, but then I was just like, okay, you know, I've played this enough. I just wanted to get in the spirit of it, yeah, fall yeah. back in love. No, that's fair. Uh, which I absolutely did. Uh, Half-Life 2, I still think is great. I, I, there's definitely it's old. It's got a lot of old game yeah, yeah. problems, but it still looks pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been 13 years, and yeah. the textures don't hold up, but a lot of the animations do. Oh yeah, and cool. the and, and the lip sync still is is the best in the business. Yeah, right? yeah, like, that's it. Like the the way characters emote is still yeah. incredible. Yeah. Like everybody's eyebrows move and they blink and their cheekbones like yeah, yeah. move properly and, and all that shit, which is it's, is stuff that you still don't even see today. No, in not in a lot of games, Yeah. yeah. Um, in Destiny, they just put a helmet on their face and they're like, there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's been the scapegoat for yeah. sci-fi for a long time. <laughs> exactly. Like, I stupid helmets that has no visible yeah. like ports Parts to see yeah. through. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Titanfall has that as well, but like they're covered in cameras. Okay. And in Titanfall two, if you shoot some in the head their helmet like shatters okay. and they have like this fabric hood covered in electric shit oh yeah so there's like things that plug into the cameras that make you see on the inside oh so they have eyes on weird. the inside which is fine. just like in bloodborne sounds like science yeah, it's like sci-fi. Science. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? I don't know about I don't know enough about science to verify this, but it yeah, I don't like know science. enough yeah. about that. Um, otherwise, what did I do? Um, I can't remember for some reason when I did this. I finished uh, near Automata. Oh yeah, finally so I got the all, last I, one. I got all the canon endings. 9S or uh, no? Uh, well, there's there's three. A two. How far? Yeah, exactly. How far did I get? You were in the A2 campaign. Last week. Okay, so I was not done. You were not okay, done. Okay, just to make sure I wasn't uh, telling the same fucking story twice, because sometimes I do that. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, did I ever way. tell you about the time <laughs> I played as 9S? Yeah, back in, um, back in those days, the core had a bumblebee so, on it. <laughs> it sounds so much like Deckard Kane. Yeah. Uh, stay a while and listen. Yeah. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> <laughs> when are we doing a Diablo episode, Ethan? Next week. When Diablo The next happens. episode is going to be Diablo. Next record we da- Diablo? Diablo. Next record Diablo. we Diablo. Where Peter will be Deckard Kane the entire cast. The entire cast? I... Dude, never can, make character. You, I'll be Rakanishu. I am... Rakanishu? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the one guy who is left in the den of evil that you can't 
can't find. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I, I make that promise to our valuable listeners right now. I will play Decker Kane the entire time for that podcast. Two and a half hours. I will do that and drink. Oh, I yeah. Guarantee it will be consistent. I will add no point break character <laughs> ever. That's a lore boy's guarantee. Lore boy's guarantee. It is worth literally. You nothing. can put that on a piece of corn. Put that on yeah. a piece of corn. <laughs> Crunch at me. <laughs> Little note back. Peter doesn't actually sound like what you think his normal speaking voice is. Yeah. Every voice is planned carefully by Peter. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we draft these things weeks in advance. Yeah. Exactly. Right? It's absurd. The, the amount of pre-production that goes into one episode. One episode. Frankly, of borderline is like self-slavery. Conceptual. Well, I mean, we ago. we have the team of. <laughs> How many writers do we have on staff now? Uh, 14, I think. So. Yeah, well, 13 now because yeah. uh, uh, Jessica's on Matt Lee. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's true. She's having Congratulations, Congratulations, Jessica. Jessica, on your, your <laughs> income and Bobby. She's going to push a baby out of her butt. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's uh, so weird. That's so weird. It's gross. How too. do girls do that? I don't know. How does it work? Um, what else? Yeah, so I finished Near Automata, and um, like I was saying, uh, the eight, the the two uh, B chapter, the first time you have to play is so fucking bad. Like I hate it. Yeah, yeah. It's so I, I actually read like a review from like Kotaku of all places where okay. they had some fucking insight into something where they were <laughs> just once. like normal is too easy and hard's too hard, and I was like, that's my problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get killed in two hits on hard, and in normal, you're god of death. Yeah, yeah. So I was having no fun as two B. The nine S chapter, the hacking. Is generally quite good. Okay. Uh, but sometimes can be like bone pulverizingly frustrating. Okay. Uh, and then the uh, A2 chapter is fucking awesome. Like that game goes crazy. It's yeah. like a 30 hour game. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, it, like I really, really liked it. Yeah. And I got cool. all four canon endings. Four or five. I'm not sure it's A, B, C, D, E. Okay. Or A, B, C, D that are the canon ones. Uh, but I the endings that I got, I got A, B, C, D, E, G, and T. Okay. So G was uh, thirst for knowledge. It's like if you run in the opposite yeah, direction yeah. of where you're it's supposed to go, is 9s. Yeah. You like abandon 2b, and then yeah, that's yeah. that's an ending, and then the the uh, the credits is like fly by in half yeah, a yeah. second. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. It's fucking great. And then T is if you um so everything on screen is like a chip installed in your Android brain. Okay. So the HUD, every element of the HUD you can uninstall, but there's one chip that's the OS chip. Okay. And if you uninstall that, you suicide, you just die. Oh, yeah. And then you get an ending. Uh, and that's T. It's like termination or whatever. Oh, yeah. And the credits wow. fly by. And you that's that's hilarious. It lets you kill yourself and it gives you a credit sequence. Yeah. Uh, and then E, as far as I know, E is like a, where the credits turn into a bullet hell shooter. And oh, yeah. And you have to shoot the credits. Okay. I didn't finish it because it, the credits, credits for video games are so long. Yeah, yeah. After probably 20 minutes, I died twice. But after about 20 minutes, I was just like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I remember pausing it, Googling, like, what's after the credits? Do you get an achievement? Do you get another ending? Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. just a cutscene. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm YouTube this. I got the letter on my yeah, sale. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but Nier Automata, uh, I bought it as an experiment. Cause during the summer sale, like I said, Prey is a game that is clearly made for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to buy it because Automata was the same price. Okay. Bought Automata instead. And in the end, I actually do. I actually do recommend it. I'm, I'm glad yeah. that my uh, my little thought you flip flopped on it. Yeah, I, 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 really, I really really like it. At first, I was a bit uh, you know eh, not in between, on, not but board, uh, yeah. I'm very pleased with Nier Automata. I think it's fantastic. Oh, it's a good. lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, otherwise, I've been playing a lot of Prey. Yeah, because I got that on because it's made for you. Deeper sale. Made for I got Peter. that for like forty bucks. Nice. Instead of eighty. Awesome. Um, sale and, boys. And, and it's 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 obviously completely made for me. Um, I love it. It's fucking fantastic. I'm not very far at no. all. Yeah. Uh, but it's I absolutely love it. I got my first alien uh, alien ability. Nice. Like it's such an old 
style PC game. Yeah. Like, things interact in ways that only ever happened in, like, old Sims. Okay, yeah. Like, really, really, really good. It's really close to Thief, really close to System Shock. Oh, yeah. It's, like, an even more complex Bioshock 1 with more things that interact with each oh, other. Oh, cool. Um, it's, like I said before, it's very much like Dishonored 1 and the Dishonored 1 DLC. Yeah. And even though I shit on it a lot and I'm not pleased with it, Playing Prey, because it's made by Arcane, yeah. inspired me to reinstall Dishonored, Dishonored 2, 2, which yeah. I will immediately go back to yeah, yeah. after Prey, because I know that these games are designed to have things interact, and yeah. for like the first time in my life, I'm experimenting with different combinations of things. Okay, cool. So like, sometimes it'll get me killed, yeah, because yeah. you sadly can't know the result, so it's a very F5-heavy quick save yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> but like, Dishonored 2 has a lot more shit than uh, Dishonored... Uh, one. Yeah. Right? Dishonored one, I got used to a lot of that stuff. For some reason, Dishonored two always disappointed me so much, and I never really experimented. Yeah, much. that's fair. But I feel like uh, I'm inspired to go back and give it another shot. Okay. I'll, 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 in the same way, I give Dragon Age two another shot. Yeah. Moons many moons ago, which or, maybe uh, didn't deserve it. It did not. No, it didn't. Uh, and that didn't turn out well. Or Bioshock two, which I gave another shot. Yeah. In the end, ended up liking a lot more than the first. That one, that, that one deserves a second shot. Yeah. Uh, Ethan and I went to Ethan doesn't eat pigs, okay? Because he he loves pigs. They're smart. And uh, we went to a party yesterday that had a giant pig that was roasted, like still, like pretty Spit much. Roast. I didn't know you didn't ha didn't eat pork. Yeah. yeah, I don't eat pork. Yeah, I don't really like it. It's, but it's haram. He eats pork, not I'd, pigs. I'd eat the. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, the same thing. But Ethan had to carry this this pig corpse basically to the garage next door, and like was looked like he was physically ill as soon as they turned on the light. Uh, yeah, it, I was it, fine carrying it. It's when they started butchering it after. I was like, well, I'm going to leave, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. okay. Other than that, the party was very fun. It was like outside, there was a young group of people like having a birthday party, and inside, there was a church group with like a three-piece instrument set. And in the like, garage, there was him. dudes butchering a pig. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> was, there was a lot of different dynamics going on. It was a lot of fun. Though. It's all very confusing. We should just get drunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um... Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you uh, didn't eat pork. I don't eat pork. No, yeah. that's why I don't get pepperoni on my pizza. Yeah, I, but or vegetables for that matter. Cheese pizza. I raw. sometimes get vegetables on my uh, pizza. Eden's actually allergic to raw fruits and vegetables. Raw fruits and vegetables. Too, yeah. Yeah. Eating is very tough for him. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's it's linked to hay fever. I'm allergic to pollen that exists in like every fruit and vegetable. Basically. Oh my god. Yeah. I've only got like two weird allergies. Like I'm lactose intolerant, so no dairy. Yeah. And then I can't eat pineapple. Oh yeah. I assume. Because I was, uh, my mom's allergic to it. Okay. Like, very allergic to it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, I was working in a cafe a little bit, making a fruit salad for somebody. Okay. And I was, like, cutting up pineapple, and both my hands went completely numb. Oh, that's And I was good. just like, you know what I'm not going to do ever? <laughs> Eat this. Eat this. Because yeah. my mom's allergic, so I never really touched yeah, it. Yeah. Obviously, like, growing up, if we bought fruit, it wasn't pineapple. Yeah, yeah. And then it made my hands numb, like, right really away. Really numb. Yeah. Like, the when you get the... No feeling on the skin and inside everything's kind of needly. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Sort of feeling. So it's I was called like, aspersia. That I was like, feeling. I should probably not put this inside of me, unless it was in my butt. Which yeah, I might try. pineapple in the butt. Pineapple that's, in the butt. That's a classic. Lil Nicky, classic Sandler film. Oh yeah. yeah. <sighs> Carrots up your butt help you see better. That's true. Yeah, from what I understand. Yep. Turn you orange too. Uh, Good. Yeah, I saw that episode of the Magic School Bus. Yeah, yeah exactly. When they Arnold shoved kept, a carrot up yeah. Arnold's Arnold ass. Kept, <laughs> Arnold kept putting carrots in his butt. And he turned I orange. I don't yeah. want to go on a field trip today. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was like, I knew I should have stayed home today. Yeah. Oh, uh, can we just have a normal field yeah. trip? What the fuck? Please, yeah. no a, way. Please, let's be a normal field trip. Yeah. Right magic school bus. <laughs> I would get confused between the cast of Arthur and the cast of Magic School Bus. That's I have fair. allergies to you. Actually, I'm actually allergic to long, off-topic <laughs> discussions about childhood. <laughs> <Fuck up. laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, but uh, as far as our topic goes, what are we talking about today, boys? Half-Life. I, I mentioned it. Talking about Half-Life. Yeah. Do you know why yeah. we're talking about Half-Life? Because uh, uh, we said we wanted to learn about science. Because yeah. we talked about science? It's because Epistle 3... Epis- the summary of what yeah. could have been Half-Life 3 was released two yeah. weeks ago now. We're eating crow because, because last week, I mean, we said it never, never happened. It, yeah. And we totally had no idea no that it idea had that already it happened. Yeah. They were, we're not writing. planning an episode. Yeah. yeah. The writers were probably listening to our podcast yeah. and thought, well, we need to clear this yeah, up. Yeah, they got to clear this up. Nice. Yeah. We yeah, released nice that. So everybody, you're welcome. Yeah. Hashtag Mark Laidlaw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, so the Half-Life Luniverse. Luniverse. The Half-Life Luniverse. Lots of birds in that universe. Ooh, fucking bubbles. The Half-Life universe is sort of our own, but thankfully there's not a whole lot of dates to follow. Okay. Also, so the Half-Life universe and the Portal universe are the same. Yeah. Canonically. Canonically. Except I left out a lot of Portal stuff because Portal is stupid. Okay. It's fun and the games are great. Yeah, I loved it. Give me a moment. I. Yeah. Bless you. Don't do it. Peter, don't do it. Bless your soul. Oh my god, that's oh, beautiful! Yeah. Oh, yeah. I came. My one sixteenth of that orgasm was so good. <laughs> yeah, does that uh, mean girls' sneezes are four times more pleasurable? Um, <laughs> probably, right? <laughs> they can have more orgasms. Yeah. yeah. Or they just and they're more intense too. If your orgasm is more intense, is your sneeze more, more intense? intense. Mm. Oh, are they proportionate? That'd they be can ha- can study. they sneeze like multiple times in an hour? <laughs> uh, I mean, I can sneeze once, yeah. and then an hour later I can sneeze again. Yeah. And after that, I can sneeze pretty quickly in succession. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 I the, sneeze once, and I need a nap, man. The, yeah. relo- the reload on the sneezes is pretty quick after the second one. Yeah. So like a man's a man's orgasm is like a woman's sneeze, and a woman's orgasm is above a woman's sneeze. Like if you if you plot them out, for ranking them, yeah, from bottom it goes man sneeze, man's orgasm, woman sneeze, woman's orgasm. What about the prostate? Oh, we all That's got them. <laughs> we all got them. <laughs> we all got them. Everybody has them. It's like my appendix, though. It doesn't get a whole lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's an interesting thing. Uh, an interesting thing to study would be the intensity. And you know, who yeah. studies things. Who after science? Oh, oh. But anyway, the reason science I leave out the, the reason I leave out portal is because the tone of this podcast would shift too wildly and. Frankly, the fact that everything in Portal is canon was okay in Portal 1 because it was just another lab yeah, and yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of fucking insanity. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Portal 2, sadly, introduces using portals to harvest moon rocks yeah. and crush them into powder, um, accidentally creating an army of flesh-eating mantis men. That sounds right, yeah. In the 80s. No, well, yeah, we all remember Which, that. Uh, yeah, they just exist, apparently. <laughs> and then, um, and um, among some other completely absurd things yeah. that simply have no place in a universe like like Half-Life. That's fair. Not anymore. Yeah. It all got retconned in, which is fine, but I left it out because I think Portal deserves one, its own episode, and I think each episode should at least have consistent tone. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> it's interesting that they're all connected, though. Didn't know that before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aperture Science and Black Mesa were competitors. Okay. Yeah, which got retconned in as Aperture Science. Yeah. The Aperture Science is actually very important to the story of Half-Life because they built a ship called the Borealis, which we'll hear about later. Okay. Too. Um... But otherwise, the Mantis Man and the Moon Rocks is stupid. Yes. And is a joke. It's very dumb. He is like, not that the games are stupid or not funny no, or anything, yeah. but just as far as context goes. No. Yeah. Thanks, man. Okay. Uh, but there's a, key, I'm on board. A, a few things that we will touch on. So, so you, you guys heard it here first. Peter says Portal's a bad game. He gives it a 0 out of 10. He says don't play it, which I mean, I disagree <laughs> with, but here we are. Yep. 
Uh, it's exactly what I said. Yeah, right. And I stand by it. <laughs> Active listening, it's called. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's very good. Uh, other games that are bad, uh, Halo 2, Final Fantasy 7, yeah, all Final bad Fantasy 6. Yeah. Uh, all bad what games. else? Oh, my God. What else is a bad game? Super Mario 64. Yeah. Banjo-Kazooie and Chewie. The N64. <laughs> the, uh, the N64 as a console. Yeah, the no, PS2 as a console. Yeah, that's bad. Especially the Devil May Cry series. Yeah. Um, the only things that are really good, anything on the Amiga. Yeah. yeah anything you can play on Uplay. On the Ouya. Great, so good. The Ouya was a great system. That U- mobile game Turd Birds. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. poop on things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that Rain screensaver you can get for Android phones. Mm. Okay, yeah. And uh, and that's it. That's what I think is good. Oh, Carnival Games for Wii. That's Dude, a, okay, Wii Music. Okay, well, that was, yeah. Masterpiece. Dun, 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 yeah. Taken too soon. Dun, dun, Hashtag dun, dun. Wii Music. Where does Half Life start? Like, where, does, where does this do? Where does yeah. this do? It's on the Wii, right? Yeah. Half Life yeah, Half Life was on the Wii. Yeah. Uh, so they're PC shooters. Okay. Yeah. And then they've been ported to consoles in the past. Yeah, Orange uh, Box. Orange Box. That was the first one I played. It was Orange Box. Yeah, Half Life Two was on the Xbox original though, on Xbox yeah. first, okay. which is where I actually experienced it for the first okay. time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, actually, I forgot to ask, what's your guys' experience with the series? I have played a lot of one, all of two, three times, and that DLC that like shows off. Um, like some of the creator's stuff. There's like a commentary on it. You have to climb this cliff. And oh, like, uh, Lost Coast. That's it, Lost yeah. Coast. They're like, this is a battle arena. And they explain like how they make everything, and it's really cool. Yeah, I yeah. played a bit of Half-Life 2. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. You I played, played the any two either. Portal games, too, if that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, d- I've done yeah. all the portals. Yeah. It's canon, so yeah. it, that, that's, that's fair. It's, it's yeah. experience with the universe. Yeah. yeah. Ethan and I did the co-op as well. Yeah, we did. Oh, the co-op's actually fucking yeah, great. Yeah. I like Alice and Peabody a lot. Yeah. yeah, we were uh, we were in the same room. We were naked, and we beat Portal Two Co-op. It was it was a fun time. It was yeah. a good bonding experience. I think that's the way it's supposed to be played. There's an achievement. For that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, no, if you point a webcam at your guys' dicks and together, together. Uh, yeah. you get you're it. docking the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called tainted save. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what docking is, uh, go Look Google up. that. Tweet yeah. at me. Yeah. Make sure you're over 13 years old. Because they won't let you onto the forums otherwise. No, exactly. <laughs> that age gate. Are you over eighteen? Yes or no? You have to say no. Yeah. If you're not eighteen. If you're not eighteen. It's like if you're a cop. When I was exactly. thirteen and I would say yes, I'm eighteen. There was like a part of me where like, is someone gonna know? But like, how could they ever know, right? Like, uh, it's like that weird paranoia. Because uh, I got my laptop from uh, from a girl I was seeing before she moved out of the country, moved back to Germany, and she had put it piece of tape with a sticker yeah, over yeah. the webcam oh, I a lot of people do that, do that. What, people can't what the fuck they can get in like people yeah. they, they can that's watch just it. crazy dog yeah, yeah. No, that's wild. i think it's crazy anyway back on track <laughs> yeah. come on yeah, yeah it's good it's good it's good good conversation get those conversational juices flowing yeah because you know who never speaks me gordon freeman oh, oh. idiot god why would, why, would be, why would it be you i thought maybe me i don't know what the Sometimes I'm pretty sure I'm the answer Stupid to questions. Yeah. Fucking answer. Yeah. He speaks up first. He speaks up first to say me, I don't speak. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am silent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it all kind of starts out. The, the, my chosen aperture history here starts in 1943 okay. on a planet called Earth, which you may Whoa. have heard of. It's featured uh, briefly in Lilo and Stitch. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Oh, the planet that Hana. Uh, yeah, means family. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's uh, an Earth word for family. Yeah, I think the Terran were from there, too. In, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's, in a, it's in a Star suspiciously Cry. huge amount of games. Yeah. yeah, which I think is kind of fun. That's weird. Yeah, huh. I thought uh, I thought we lived on Earth. Oh, I'm no, confused. We live in Italy, dude. All oh, right. 
Duh. <laughs> no, we left Earth behind. <laughs> yep. What are the wine and gorgeous tanned women with unibrows? Yeah, mm. that's my favorite. <laughs> and pasta. I love oh. co- covering a gorgeous woman's body in pasta. Uh, this is so off topic. I was reading a new. I was reading a dictionary at Ethan's place today. Why? And noodle because I was waiting for his girlfriend. Because he's ready. an educated person, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, why you? Why it's, are you it's reading not a he dictionary? Was, it's not because he was coming down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a noodle is an unintelligent person, but noodles is the string-like pasta. Oh. And I don't know if you only if singular noodle is not is not a, a pasta. It's not a pasta. According to Oxford Dictionary. Sounds like no, I'm doing an eighth grade Mar- speech. It was Merriam-Webster. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, that was it. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, I legitimately didn't know that. Huh. Singular noodle. So, like, there's probably going to be a bunch of people out there. I thought noodle was something. like a brain. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was ironic because I thought noodle was a brain. It's use your noodle. Use yeah. your noodle. And the noodles are could be your brain or your penis. 1943. Okay. Cave Johnson World receives War II. the Shower Curtain Salesman Award within Aperture Fixtures. Okay. Aperture Fixtures is what Aperture Science was at first, because Cave Johnson, the founder and CEO, was made curtain shower curtains. Yeah. Exactly. And Aperture did fixtures, like light fixtures, things like that. Uh, like, Aperture Fixtures, like I think that. they just did home stuff. Okay. Yeah. This is why it's know. fucking stupid, right? This is why I think it's, it's stupid it's that the Half-Life Universe, stuff. like the earliest date in the universe, is an award, uh, as a dumb-sounding award for a shower curtain salesman. <laughs> 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 and then the Combine invade, and everybody gets enslaved. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds about right. I guess that'd technically be true for us. Where we're just like, <laughs> Donald Trump is president, and then if aliens invaded, that would have to be that would, two yeah. points in the same story, yeah. right? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Two points in the same fucking joke. Exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, and then at some point between 1945 and 1954, Richard Keller is born. Uh, probably because uh, in the Half-Life PlayStation 2 manual, he is said to be 55. Okay. Uh, and in and Decay. So Half-Life 1, Half-Life 1, Half-Life Decay, which is the only game I've not played. So okay. I've played everything Half-Life. Okay. Including Deathmatch and Deathmatch Source. Okay. Um, I don't know what those things are. They're the multiplayer components that you get for free with, with Half-Life. Oh, oh neat, so you've played basically. the multiplayer as well. I have, yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, for Half-Life 1 and 2. Okay. The only thing I haven't played is Half-Life Decay, because Half-Life Decay, there's a port, a fan-made port on PC, which okay. I'm just remembering now. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it was on PlayStation 2. Uh, I never had a PlayStation 2. Okay. I don't know fair. anybody who owned Half-Life Decay, so I've never played it. No, that's fair. He plays two different sci- scientists who I'll get into. Richard Keller is your boss in that one. Uh, but in Decay? Ha- in Decay, exactly. Okay. His name is Richard Keller. Uh, and Half-Life is set in 2000 and X. Okay. okay. So it, that's why everybody's birthday yeah. is between some date range of nine years. It's 20,000 and Because X. it is set between the year 2000 and 2009. Okay. Somewhere. Uh, cool. And then 1947, Aperture Science, as now is branded, receives the award for Best New Science Company uh, from the Science Business Institute of America. <laughs> Best New Science Best Company. Best New Science <laughs> Company, exactly. Oh. That's hilarious. Uh, you guys are doing good science Good there. science. Uh, <laughs> America. Uh, somewhere between 1969 and 1978, one of the two protagonists of Half-Life Decay is born. Her name is Colette Green. Okay. Uh, because mm-hmm. she is said to be 31 in Decay, which, again, is set somewhere between 2000 and 2009. Okay. She was born somewhere between 1969 and 1978. Uh, between 1973 and 1982, Gordon Freeman is born. Whoa, that's uh, our hero. That's our main, main guy. He's the protagonist. He is the protag. He's 27 in Half-Life. He is 27 in Half-Life, yeah. Oh. Thought he'd been older. And then uh, the second protagonist, because you switch between two ladies in Decay, uh, Gina Cross is born. She's said to be 25 in Decay. So she's born somewhere between 1975 and 1984. Okay. 
Then, finally, in one of the expansion packs for Half-Life, made by Gearbox Software, Opposing Force, which, to be honest, is better than the original Half-Life. I fucking love Opposing Force. Uh, the protagonist, Adrian Shepard, is born as he is said to be 22. Okay. Which is crazy young, I think, to be an army man yeah. sent yeah. to a military base to fight aliens. Well, I mean, you get drafted at 18, right? Like, totally blanking on who Shepard is. Should I know who Shepard is right now? Adrian Shepard, no, he's a protagonist of Half-Life Opposing Force. Okay, if you never played the one where you play as an army man, okay. then you shouldn't know. But Perfect. he's the protagonist of one of the two expansions that Gearbox made uh, after Half-Life came out. They made Blue Shift, which stars Barney Calhoun. I think I've heard of that one. No age. It's not good. It's it's actually legitimately like bad. Oh, yeah? Ooh, yeah. Wow. There's no new weapons. Uh, and it's much shorter than the other two because it's just about like how Barney got out. Okay, maybe I was thinking yeah. of the Doppler effect. Maybe, yeah. maybe, a, yeah. maybe, maybe a good version of Blue Shift exists out there somewhere. Yeah, that's it. Right, Which made by someone coming, who's not Gearbox. It's coming right at you. Yeah, but uh, opposing force, despite the amount of shit on Gearbox, just because of their reputation now. Yeah. Um, mm. opposing force is legitimately, I personally think, better than the original. I absolutely adore it. Amazing. Uh, at some point in the late 90s, while visiting the University of Innsbruck in Austria, Austria, Gordon Freeman observes a series of teleportation experiments conducted by the Institute of Experimental Physics okay. um, and their practical applications, uh, and then teleportation becomes his obsession. Comes uh, Freeman's? Yeah, okay. Gordon Freeman's obsession. And uh, Gordon grad- Freeman, for those listening who don't know, is the main character of the Half-Life series. Right? He is the main character of the Half-Life series, yeah. exactly. And like you said, he never speaks. He does not. Silent protest. Is that like... um? Like canonically, is it like he's mute or? Uh, no, it's literally never addressed. No, it's never. never he's just, he's just a silent character. He's because he, he's not so much a character as he's a cipher. Yeah, and then that's you're a, you. It's you. Yeah, you. I get that. I just wasn't sure if it yeah. was ever actually. Yeah, it's basically game. like the the way the game is set up with the silent protagonist Gordon, because everybody talks at the screen. Yeah. Uh, you, congratulations, boy and or girl. You are Gordon Freeman, yeah, and because everybody calls you Gordon, but it's first person. The Half-Life games never break first person. No, yeah. Ever. There are there are cutscenes, open air quotes, but yeah, yeah. they never break the illusion that Gordon this, or you. Yeah, the are only seen... things you see are through his eyes. Exactly. You see directly through the screen. Yeah. 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 What's the bad guy's name again? In what? In the Half-Life. Uh well, in the, in the the thing that we're talking about. The villain <laughs> of the series, which you wouldn't know at this point. Okay. Is the G-Man. G-Man, oh, that's yeah, it. Exactly. That's what I was the window, like Yeah, the guy in the blue suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember the, him. The G-Man's the villain, which I think, at least, we'll get into. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, otherwise, the, the enemy in the first game shifts between um, a, a certain alien being who will be okay. revealed and the American military who are sent in to kill everybody. Okay, cool. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, so Gordon Freeman in 1999 graduates MIT with a PhD in theoretical physics, wow, and shortly thereafter guy. begins working at the Black Mesa Research Facility oh, bad uh, in New Mexico, I think. New Mexico or Nevada? They're uh, the same. They're the same. New Mexico and Nevada, it's one state. <laughs> Just different names. Nevada's the uh, Native American uh, pronunciation of New That's Mexico. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me, it's very true. I'm a very smart person, Peter. It's, it's very true. <laughs> 2000 and something. 2000X. 2000X, baby. The, the events of Half-Life. Year. The events of Half-Life Blue Shift. The events of Decay. And the events of Opposing Force all occur at similar times okay. on May 16th. They all begin on May 16th. Okay. Wow. 7.30 in the morning, May 16th, 2000X. Gordon Freeman is being instructed by Gina Cross's hologram. Uh, she has a hologram in the training. In the, in the, so the tutorials for these games are canon, by the way. 
Okay. Okay. So the tutorial for Half-Life is a training simulator where they talk to you as Gordon. They talk about like what you have to do next. Yeah. yeah. Adrian Shepard's press uh, the A button to open this hatch. Pay, that's canon. press F to pay respects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's canon. The, the, the people said that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 People speak weird in 2000 action. Yeah. <laughs> you can accelerate your car by pressing the X button. <laughs> Which I think it's from like CTR or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds about right. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. So anyway, um, the tutorial for Half Life is Gina Cross. She constructed a hologram assistant of herself. Okay. To teach other people how to use the HEV hazardous environment suit, which yeah. is Gordon's iconic this is orange, orange suit. yellow. Suit. Yeah. Orange exactly. suit. Exactly. Um, what? Else? Oh yeah, that's true. The other the other game I played was there is a fan made remake of the first Half Life that's still in development called Black Mesa. And you oh, can I've play heard of that, actually. It's yeah. really good, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they made some changes that I don't really like. Okay. But it's a more modern game than Half-Life yeah, 2, yeah. so there's some touches that I really, really enjoy. That's cool. Uh, yeah. You can bunny jump in Half-Life, right? Yeah. All those games. Is, yeah. yeah. It's a With the Valve engine. And a Source yeah. engine. Yeah, it's Gold Source and a Source engine ex- exploit is, is bunny hopping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really easy. Yeah. Which is why you can do it in Titanfall 2 as well. It's because okay. Titanfall 2 is on source. Yeah. You bunny hop like a fucking monster. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you ever watch Portal speedruns, it's like, yeah. that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. And going backwards as backwards well. Because hopping, yeah. you, can only do, you can only, only do bunny hop backwards. backwards. Yeah. Yeah. For so, some reason. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's, it's if you move your mouse kind of like in a circle, the sideways momentum becomes backwards momentum or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And so you can just make yourself go very fast by spinning your mouse in the circular pattern while running doing back. This. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, doing this, as, as our yeah. listeners can see. Yeah. yeah. It's but, something about the way that uh, the engine stops your character from moving is they give you uh, negative acceleration. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you're going backwards and you hop just the right way, you'll never lose that momentum. It just yeah. keeps building. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. because uh, the source engine that half-life 2 is built on is was like one of the first really realistic physics engines yeah. so it's doing that's why if you ever notice at least on older pcs you notice this uh source games are very processor intensive yeah not as gpu intensive huh. yeah no, because the processor true. has to do all of the math yeah the, the graphics card just has to show, show it, it yeah right so uh having like a better processor for things like csgo or Team Fortress 2 even yeah. is necessary that is more necessary than, than, the, than the, a decent the graphics, graphics card because since Valve doesn't make video games anymore, yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't need a graphics card that's newer than something good in 2007. Yeah, you exactly. could have a decades-old graphics card and play exactly. whatever the fuck you want. Cool. Or like, when the hell did CS:GO come out? 2009. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. 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 I think about 2009. Yeah. Possibly. If you can run CS:GO, you can run any Valve game. Yeah. Uh, like that's, that's just it. so easy. I, I my old crappy laptop. Yeah, yeah. I've been running CS:GO. If you're Whatever, home, you're listening yeah. to this, you can run CSGO. Yeah. You, don't own, you don't own a computer, you can still run CSGO. No, yeah, your it, phone yeah. can almost run CSGO. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if, if, you, yeah. if you get like two pieces, two two fucking rocks that get hot enough yeah. are producing enough energy right now to, 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 yeah, run, CSGO. to run CSGO. Yeah. Exactly. Rocks are good at math. Rocks are very good at math. Yeah. yeah. Put that on a piece and, of corn. Yeah, put that on a piece of corn. So May 16th, 2000 uh, something. Everything starts. Yeah, Gordon Freeman, yeah, he's going through his, he's going through the tutorial and then... The, they're monitoring him. They mention at some point that their sensors and their equipment aren't working. Okay. Yeah, so this Spooky. the tutorial actually sets up the events of the game. Okay. Around 7.30 in the morning, Gordon... Uh, around 8.30, excuse me, more system crashes occur through the Black Mesa facility. Uh, and then when you arrive, there's a security guard. It's like, how you doing, Mr. Freeman? We had a system crash about 20 minutes ago, and I'm still trying to find my files. Just one of those days, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they had a system crash at some point around 8.30 in the morning. Okay. Um, which is kind of setting up that things are starting to go that wrong. everything's going Mesa. bad at Black Mesa. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. In Nevada. Yeah. Uh, in at 8.42 in the morning, so 12 minutes after this, Barney Calhoun, who is one of the main characters in Half-Life 2, okay. he rescues you from the Combine at the beginning. Okay. So specific. 842. Uh, well, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I kind of like this one here. It feels very intense. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like dates and dates and dates and dates, it's like all these things Minutes, happening at yeah. the same time. It's, yeah. like, a it's real... like an episode of 24. Yeah. Which, you know what I've never <laughs> seen? <laughs> Doop. Boop. Yeah. Boop. Exactly. 842. Yeah. So he starts his tram ride from the from his dormitory at Black Mesa and starts to go to his blue to the to his second blue shift, which is what his shift was okay. called. It's also a scientific term that I don't recall. It's the Doppler effect. It yeah. has okay, yeah, it has to do with like light, light waves, right? Yeah, if things yeah. are moving towards you very quickly, blue then they'll blue shift. Blue shift and redshift. Redshift is yeah. if they're moving like away stars from you. that are very far away since the universe is expanding. Right. Yeah. So we can tell like like celestial bodies if they're moving towards us or moving away from us based yeah. on how red or blue they yeah. are. And there's lots of applications of the Doppler effect. I'd say. Obviously, like a car driving by you yeah. sounds different as it passes. Wee 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 wee. And but we were trying when you're like when you're trying to ram the cops or you're trying to escape from the cops, sirens sounded. Exactly. Exactly. Right. 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 But would it sound different to a guy who can't speak? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't would. Know. I a guy know. who can't hear, though? Could a guy who can't speak host a podcast? Probably. <laughs> He'd do a better job than us, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of playing Skyrim. I, I got uh, Ulfric's book. It's a blind guy in a cave. Yeah. And you open his book, and there's just nothing, nothing in the yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good laugh. Skyrim's uh, like, just a quick little thing, the mini review of Skyrim. I think I've mentioned this before. Skyrim's really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's why they're still they're releasing it on yeah, new consoles that's, that's six years yeah, later. That's, like, why they, that's why they're releasing it on everything. They're not doing that with Fallout 4. Yeah. They know who their old child is. Yeah. I have it on PS4 and playing the remastered. I feel like I've put in 50 to 100 hours. It's not a lot. In terms that's of not a lot. In terms I feel like I barely scratched the surface even after completing yeah, the yeah. story. Do you have the um, expansions? Uh, yeah, I have everything. All the yeah. DLC. Dawnguard, I don't find very good. I like the gear. I like the, I like yeah, the Dawnguard okay. gear. is really, really like, stylistically yeah. nice. Uh, Dragonborn, however, is like... I like turning into a oh, vampire lord. Yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah that's So it. good. I'm going to finish all the content, uh, get my cheats and all that stuff, and then yeah. I start modding like crazy, because there's so many great mods. Mods, are, yeah. mods make the game. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I'm, I'm, obviously I'm a PC gamer. I've had, like, Steam Workshop support since 2012. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, the mods are really, really good. Yeah, uh, the most important mod is the one that turns all the dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, they're just yeah, well, you. that could be argued that it could be the one that turns into the Macho Man. Macho Man. Yeah, 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 I was going to say that Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah. Slim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Thomas the Tank Engine one for Alduin is great. Yeah, he like whistles and it rains fire. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've been considering going back to that, but as I've mentioned countless times on this Learn podcast, how to smith a dagger. I have too many games to play, so I'm gonna finish everything. I'm gonna redo Dishonored two, give it another chance. Yeah, you know they've got an expansion. You're better off playing a new game anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Skyrim. But Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim and Skyrim, I'll, I'll I'll often reinstall Skyrim and I'll play it for a couple hours and I'm like, well, I'm gonna install that for another couple months. I think. Yeah. I don't I don't dislike it by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but I'm I'm, I'm over trying to it. get in the habit of like installing things and when I stop playing them, just delete the icon so I forget it's there. Yeah. Because I do the same thing. Like I'll stop playing something for a week and I'll be like, I guess I gotta clear out some space. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I have two hard drives. Yeah. Yeah. I have I I have like a terabyte disk. And 120 SSD. Yeah. I'm not wanting for space. Yeah, yeah. But when I see like you know 690 gigs available on my disk, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, Ooh, better fucking uninstall this. 10 yeah, yeah. Gigs. yeah. 
getting pretty, I, getting pretty crowded in here. I mentioned in another podcast that like sometimes eating a bowl of cereal is too stressful for me because you have a time limit and you have to. <laughs> so imagine oh, before it gets soggy. Yeah, before oh, yeah. it gets soggy. And, I you yeah, that. that's what spawned the whole conversation about close sandwiches. Close sandwiches. She'll come out at some oh, point. Yeah. But. That translates to <laughs> like, when it's like that'll come out at some point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're all waiting for a conversation about Clo- a fucking <laughs> triple club decker sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> what do we really think about bacon, guys? Yeah. yeah. Um, but so like playing Crash and XCOM. XCOM, I'm always worried about losing my friends. They're all gonna die in the fog of war because you know what's gonna happen. And then yeah, Crash, he doesn't play on Iron Man. <laughs> Crash, he's don't play. On, okay, look, Iron Man is pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just throw this out there. Yeah. Um, that it doesn't make the game harder. But I, I I don't know. I guess it makes it more punishing. There's not even an achievement for doing Iron Man nope. normal. By the way, mm. it's it's hard or veterans it's for yeah. the masochists out there. Yeah, like it, so Alexi. So playing that yeah. kind of stuff, and then also playing Crash Bandicoot, where you die like a million game wars before you get across this rickety bridge, and all you do for they don't even give you an achievement. They're just like, okay, go on to another really hard level. Yeah, it's like really yeah. nice. Just Congratulations, pussy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> How would you do it fast this time and get the time trial? It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Skyrim is a very very nice change. Just do. If I want, I can just sit in a shop and like yeah. look at a guy and put a bucket on his head, like you mentioned. Steal everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, I used to find Skyrim. The first time I played Skyrim, like dragons used to kick the fucking shit out of me. Yeah. yeah. Like they they're threatening, but like Skyrim's always had that problem. Bethesda games in general have that problem. They have like they should have a level cap because in Skyrim, yeah. once you hit like level fifty, you can't be stopped. No, yeah, that's you're it. too strong. In Fallout, there's always a problem as well. Like even in Fallout Three, which is fantastic, New Vegas as well, which yeah. is good. Uh, not Fallout 4 has this problem even harder because there's no level cap in that fucking yeah. game. Yeah. Um, you, you do get to a point where you're too strong for the world. Like, the game yeah, yeah. is only balanced up to a certain point, but for some reason they don't stop. Yeah, yeah. No. some people like that, too, to be invincible. You can prestige your skills now, reset your 100 down to you 1. legendary skills, yeah. yeah exactly. Which I like a lot. That was a free update. Yeah. Skyrim had a lot of free updates. Yeah, yeah. Horse combat was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's impossible to hit anything. Yeah. Yeah, horse no, combat, it. free I, got, it's like fucking did. Mountain Blade of horse combat, yeah. man. Oh my yeah, god. Just so you know, horse combat, if you haven't played Skyrim, is like horse racing. You bet on two horses fighting. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, oh, like co- it's like a one with a knife. <laughs> yeah. It's like a cockfight. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, what was it? Um, what was it? Oh yeah, I only ever used the horse combat because it's so hard to shoot. I only ever used the horse combat to fight uh, to hunt deer for, oh, to, yeah. to like make leather straps to uh, up my smithing skill. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. Hunting deer on horseback in Skyrim for some reason makes the world feel really real. <laughs> but you would mention you like turning into a vampire lord. I don't. Cause yeah. I only play an Argonian. Okay. And if you turn into a werewolf or a vampire in that game. It's always a human one. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't have scales or anything like that. It's That's such fair. a hassle to get rid of that stuff. Like, I just don't want to be a vampire. I don't want to be a werewolf. That's fine, dude. I just play want your to way. play my play game. My way, I know, man. but then, like, oh, now you're a vampire and you got to go find this person to get this. And you can do one, one more quest line to get okay, rid of so, it. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Go, I don't want to do more quests. I, don't, God. I, don't, I got I, enough I, quests I, on my plate. I don't, no, I don't mind. I don't mind. The, I don't mind this tangent because I want to talk about vampirism in Morrowind and vampirism in Oblivion. Okay, if you think getting rid of vampirism in fucking Skyrim is yeah, hard, you would have actually probably hung yourself if you turned into a vampire. One, get. Vampirism in Morrowind is really hard. Yeah. Okay. Getting rid of it is, is yeah. essentially impossible. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. I got turned into a vampire. My first playthrough in Oblivion, like before Oblivion is a game that taught me how to use WASD. Okay. Okay. So like this is how inexperienced of a gamer I was when I played Oblivion eleven years ago. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. 
Oblivion, I got turned into a vampire. I didn't notice because you get that, like, polytropic hemophilia. Yeah. And after three nights, you turn into a fucking vampire. Yeah, exactly. Also, also so the debuff for being outside in the day in Skyrim is not. Okay. Yeah. Okay? The sun will burn you to death in Morrowind oh, and in Oblivion. That's so okay? annoying. You have, like, you have, like, a dots debuff in the yeah. sunlight. You will burn to yeah. death. No one will talk to you. You can only exist at night. And then you have to find the vampires so you have people to talk to. Yeah. Then you have to go on a quest that requires minimum five black soul gems, which are, like, <laughs> super yeah, yeah. high-tier soul gem loot because of the only soul gems that can hold a... Um, a uh, a what is it a human soul yeah and you also need a blood sample from every race in the game oh my god <laughs> yeah and then you can get rid of your vampirism in oblivion and you better hope you don't get hemoglobin whatever you, again you, you, you can't be a vampire twice okay good yeah just like you can't like I like they kept that just Skyrim, like chicken you cannot you can't be a vampire twice yeah once you get rid of it, it's gone forever right. but like the Skyrim but the buffs in oblivion mm. and Morrowind were incredible yeah be a vampire. calamine lotion help with vampirism as well yeah must right yeah. calamine lotion yeah. helps with everything basically okay. it's like windex in my big fat greek wedding and my big fat greek wedding too <laughs> what <laughs> those you, movies you got married no <laughs> my mom didn't watch those movies for a long time because she had a big fat greek wedding okay oh like because obviously the woman who made those movies is greek yeah, so, like, dis- disturbingly accurate. Yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> That's it. A lot of people are married for almost half their life. 8.42 in the morning, Barney Calhoun starts his tram ride from his dorm. He goes down to find, find Sector C because he's got his blue shift, right? He's a cop. Yeah. The security boy. Security boys. Uh, and then after his HEV suit training, Gordon starts his tram ride from the level three dormitories to the Black to the Black Mesa facility. Okay. He's 30 minutes late. Okay. I don't know why they specify this. It's just like some lines of dialogue. Yeah. And like, like the security guard who went like, like, morning, Mr. Freeman. Looks like you're running late today. Maybe <laughs> if he'd been there, he could have prevented whatever happened. No, you couldn't have prevented whatever yeah, happened. I, I, don't it, know, I don't know what's going on. So No, because the crystal itself is that... Well, you'll see. Yeah, that's it. Around nine o'clock. said the crystal. I was like, what crystal yeah. is he talking Gordon about? Gordon <laughs> So, Gina Cross and Colette Green yeah. are the people who are managing this crystal. This crystal is from an alien world called Zen, which is discovered off-screen. This has been being experimented on the entire time. Okay. Interesting. And they are studying the resonance of this of this thing. So okay. all matter resonates at a certain frequency. Yeah. And if you make it resonate at a higher frequency, some forms of matter can tear holes through dimensions, which is how they discovered Zen. Okay. Which is also known as the border world. That's like when. Um... You sing really loud a high-pitched note, and you break a wine glass, right? It's the, s- the same science The there. wine glass being time and space? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like the, the wine glass in your hand doesn't actually shatter. What happens is all of its parts scatter throughout yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Just and momentarily. You may, you may end up displaced. stepping on a piece of broken glass 30 years from now by, because yeah. it just materializes. It materializes yeah. underneath oh. your foot, yeah. Yeah, I guess like... You're lucky if it materializes that. underneath your foot because it, it could materialize inside your heart. And that's, yeah. that's pretty much game over. Yeah, but wouldn't it, wouldn't it be more like one glass breaks whenever you sing, but a glass somewhere very far away in a different time reassembles, because, or reassembles yeah, in that spot yeah, rather that's, than That's the dark dimension. Down. They just have a bunch of intact wine glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, no. What am I going to do? <laughs> so Colette Green and uh, Gina Cross supply Gordon with uh, what's called sample GG3883. And that's a sample of the crystal? That is a sample from the Zen crystal. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Which is supplied to the Black Mesa facility 
Okay, uh, so Eli Vance is the leader of the Resistance. He's Alex Vance's father in the second game. Okay. Who is retconned into Half-Life 1, because the only named character in Half-Life 1 is Gordon Freeman. Yeah. He is retconned in as when you get out of... So basically, putting the crystal in what's called an anti-mass spectrometer to study its resonance. Okay. Um, This crystal is a bit too volatile for the anti-mass spectrometer, and causes what's called a resonance cascade. Okay. When it starts vibrating at such an unstable rate... It actually tears the world open, and it starts pulling in alien monsters from Zen. Oh, no. Which is the border world. Exactly. Well, that doesn't sound like a good thing. It's like the no. conjunction of the spheres from the Witcher, Yeah, it actually. sounds like a lot Yeah, that, like yeah. Zen and Earth now kind of collapse into each other, and, okay. and, and, and animals are constantly... There's wine spread. glasses everywhere. Wine glasses <laughs> everywhere. Nobody can find any cheese to go with yeah. it. Yeah. There's, not, there's not a corkscrew in sight. Yeah. There's so not enough wine to fill all these glasses. That's it. We can't even put them in our cupboards. There's no room. Yeah. Absurd. Yeah. And like, as as Northern Italians, I just hit my mic. I don't know if that's gonna come up. Um, <laughs> as Northern Italians, I mean, this whole fucking thing is just an absolute catastrophe. No, it really right? is. Like, I can if think. You of, would think if anyone would be prepared to deal with this, it would be us. And I mean, I don't know what we're gonna do. Uh, we've got know. all ten of our children out there stomping grapes, and we just cannot <laughs> get this. Boy. I know, right grapes, now. Yeah. I mean, it's good that we can get them out of the fucking house so we can record because the noise is just. Insane. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which, is, which is good. Did you, did you see your children laughing in the background? You know, it's very annoying. No Gaspacho, my oldest, Nobody would be like, you know, that. teasing his sister. <laughs> I don't want anyone to laugh during this podcast. No, certainly not. <laughs> you keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a place to feel good about it. Yeah. Half Life is serious, so yeah. I'm not talking about portal. Serious. <laughs> okay, so we got a portal. A portal. Prisoners cascade. We have a portal. Gordon to is accidentally teleported to Zen. A oh, couple he goes of times. to Zen uh, a couple of times. Oh yeah. wow! At the end of the game, he actually goes back to Zen. Okay, wow. but you'll you'll understand why. So after this, the resonance cascade, Gordon wakes up in the anti-mass spectrometer room, and yes. then everything is kind of fucked. Okay. Yeah. Um. After you get out of the room, you encounter two scientists. So there's uh, there's a guy who looks like Einstein. So the character <laughs> models for um, uh, Half Life One, there was three scientist models. There okay. was guy with glasses, black guy, and guy who looked like Einstein. The <laughs> guy who sends you upstairs looks to, like Einstein. Uh, no, it's the black dude. Bang. Okay. The guy, the, the black dude who sends you upstairs to get help was retconned in as Eli Half Life Two as Eli Vance exactly. Because mm-hmm. Alex Vance is the girl in Half Life Two. Uh, Alex Vance is his daughter. Yes. Yeah. She was a baby living in the black. So I remember that. I Eli remember. Vance being the guy, the scientist that you run in Half Life Two. You go into his lab. And he's a guy who's missing a leg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's a pirate. He's what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's got like pirates the, in half. To, to like an old old callback. He's got one of those like crescent crescent blade things. Oh. Half life. They should have called it half leg. Am I right? Yeah. Right. Well, half leg too. <laughs> but um. <laughs> and then um. So he sends you upstairs. He sends you up to get help. Exactly. Okay. He's the one who opens the door because like you need to like get the help of scientists hither and thither. Okay. Yeah. To open like retinal scanners for you. Okay. And the AI in Half Life is not good, so it's a fucking bitch. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. I've seen it speedrunning when you need to get the AI to go somewhere faster. You, you have to crouch and knock him in the butt. Yeah, you or you pick up a book and smash it on the top of their head over and over again. And yeah. if it hits them right at the right angle, they kind of burst forward yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, because the models get stuck inside each other for yeah, a second. Yeah, like. But yeah, so Eli Vance sends you upstairs to get help after the resonance cascade. Uh, Gordon Freeman, Barney Calhoun, uh, Dr. Green, Dr. Cross all have to fight their way through the facility. Okay. However, to some of them, a man in a blue suit is visible in kind of like odd places. And this is the G-Man? Yeah. This is the G-Man. Ooh. Super mysterious. Is he wearing sunglasses? No, he is. No, no, he's not. Okay. That's Duke Nukem, but you can probably... <laughs> <laughs> Duke Nukem forever, best guy. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> 
You caused a problem here, Gordon. Uh, <laughs> you know the guy who's um, the guy who voices Duke Nukem. That's it. Also did the voice of Binky in Arthur. Uh, also, also his name is John St. John. Yeah, and uh, his parents are bad people. John St. John. Yeah, parents are bad people. I don't know if that's a stage name or something or like a pen name that he chose. John St. John. I worked with a John Johnson. And the second. <laughs> John yeah. Johnson the second. Yeah, Who yeah. the fuck does that? It's like, was he like some sort of like North European royalty? Yeah. Uh, he was from San Antonio, Texas. Nice. I don't uh, know his parents or anything. It was like a long distance working relationship. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. John Johnson. Interesting. Yeah, there's bad people out there. <laughs> yeah. You gotta pass a test before you have fucking kids. <laughs> and then even if you're pregnant, you gotta choose a name, yeah. submit that name for review, yeah. and then have like a government mandated name change yeah uh, like this yeah. is unacceptable two more bad names or we're gonna give you a ma- give you abortion it is it's illegal in uh, australia to, to name what? it's illegal in australia a judge can order you to change the name of your your child if, if you <laughs> give it, him a stupid name but doesn't that apply to like names like if you want to name your kid like adolf hitler because yeah, you're uh, yeah. like a psycho and you want to do that the yeah, government yeah. will tell you that you're an idiot probably i hope so yeah. <laughs> i hope our north italian northern italian government will stop me from naming my children mussolini yeah. you know what i, I mean? heard in like, canada yeah. uh identity theft is actually so bad that people start naming their children random strings of texts and numbers oh yeah <laughs> it, it, they have a less chance of figuring out figuring the out the name yeah the name. That, that makes, uh, that's actually smart though yeah yeah so i called some people are called like three five two. Three five two ampersand. I am. That's yeah. what it, I mean, that's what it says on my, my birth certificate. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the the Peter is actually the uh, the Peter is spelled in like a weird phonetic text. Okay. From, yeah, from yeah. Wikipedia. Uh, it's got threes for e yeah. and stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so at some so fighting his way through the uh, the black base facility, all of them basically fight, but the only events that really matter. Uh, overnight, uh, Gordon Freeman uh, successfully launches a rocket. Uh, which the Lambda team had prepared. He launched okay. a rocket with a satellite on top of it. Now, the rocket uh, carries a satellite, which is explained in Half-Life Decay to the... To the satellite itself is supposed to uh, create what's called a resonance reversal. And so you don't find this out in Half-Life 1 at all? Well, in Half-Life 1, it's explained that the satellite is supposed to help okay. close the portal. But they don't really explain that. The Half-Life Decay, it. the specific event it's supposed to okay. cause is what is called a resonance reversal, which is also a WWE move. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, 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 exactly. From the job belt, <laughs> residence reversal. Cringe at me, WWE top belt. <laughs> residence reversal, right? Yeah. Can I ju- can I just pause for a second and say, Residence Cascade is like a very cool sounding sci-fi thing. Yeah, it, it makes me rock hard. Like the Resonance Cascade. Yeah, there's, there's like a couple of good names, like um, yeah, Mech Warrior Three. Uh, the, the 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 mission you're carrying on is called Operation Damocles, oh, yeah. and like the giant drops if you guys come in on, they get shot down out of the sky over uh, over the um, uh, over Tranquility, which is the planet you have to fight on. Yeah. It's called uh, the Black Hammer. Nice. And I'm just like, oh, dude, that's fucking metal. <sighs> yeah. I would do a Mech Warrior episode if it didn't have lore dating back to a tabletop game from the 80s. <laughs> we would be here for weeks. We'll do it. We'll yeah. do, do mini so uh, mini. Resonance series. Cascade sounds so cool because it like casts resonance. It's it's like resonance in, in music. It's like when you hit a certain tone. Right? Yeah. Like if you're going at a certain speed, your car windows will vibrate. Yeah, but, but it gives you like a domino thing. Yeah. Of just like dimensional failure. Exactly. Yeah. Like the power overwhelming until something splits. And then so cool. and then resonance reversal is like a very much a cop-out and pretty boring name uh, for the thing. Well, I mean, it makes sense from, a, go back. from yeah, a science yeah. thing, right? They're just like, oh, fuck, we gotta, you know, if we make it vibrate in the other direction. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Vibrate it, but backwards. 
GG3883 is vibrating from right to left. <laughs> we got it going left to right. Left we could probably solve yeah. this issue. Left to right. Let's Nobody's ever it. tried that yeah. before. <laughs> Let's do it, Colette. And then they're just like, <laughs> Colette, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> this is overnight. So now we move into May 17th after the resonance reversal. So the satellite's in orbit. It's in orbit, mm -hmm. and it goes off, and it doesn't do anything. Good. So people in the Lambda complex realize, wait a second, if our resonance reversal didn't work, something must be holding the portal to Earth open. from Zen open from the other side. Oh, so that's why Gordon's got to go over. That's why Gordon's got to go to Zen. So like, hey, cool. you, so, smarty pants, doctor boy, yeah. step in the portal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, man, uh, here's a jetpack and uh, and a gun that shoots a hose of lightning, so just you go get yeah. it done. Get yeah. it did, dude. Go bust some ghosts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Put space ghosts. Yeah. They need some busting. Busting makes me feel good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you can get some decent notes there, David. Yeah, thank you, my friend. I, I, I like... Um, Music. Is it Ray Parker Charles Jr.? I think that it's the guy who did the boat. I was going to take a swig. I thought you guys were going to keep going. Have we watched this video yesterday about it's called Bustin'? And it's someone like had edited, heavily edited the Ghostbusters music video. But it's so good. And like, just put like, yeah. He just yeah. keeps saying, Bustin' makes me feel good. I'm and then he goes, Bustin', 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 yeah. Bustin', like the music builds. It's oh, very good. I'm going to have to check that out after the... Yeah, we'll watch after, it. We'll watch yeah, it after, after the After the half-life. Eventually, it's half-life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... <laughs> so, this is... Anyway, we're, what the fuck? Right, the, the satellite doesn't do satellite shit. didn't work. He's yeah, got to go so through the portal. He's got to get to the Lambda complex. He's got to get to Zen. Which is where they have the original teleporter that discovered Zen. Yeah. And they have to send, send Gordon there to find and stop whatever's holding the portal to Earth open. Now, the motivations for why this is being done, okay, are hitherto unknown, but I will get into that. Why is this thing because holding of... the portal open oh, okay. and pushing all of these people, all these uh, monsters and soldiers through? Including uh, a race that oh, were only known as alien slaves okay. in Half-Life 1, but okay. are now known as the Vortigons. Vortigons. And they're the little brown guys with the one big red eye and the three arms. Oh, yeah, and they say, the Freeman. Ah, like the Freeman. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. his name's Gordon Freeman. The Freeman. Yeah, okay. There's There's slaves, and they refer to him as Freeman, and his name is Whoa. Freeman because it's Gordon, Gordon Freeman. Gordon Freeman, yeah, We're... exactly. Wow. There's also one that says something. <laughs> there's also a Vortigaunt in Half-Life 2 that says something very important. Okay. Uh, he says, we serve the same mystery. Oh. Uh, the G-Man has Mysterious. something to do with that. G-Man must have. He's so mysterious. He screams mystery. He just shows up. He always gives like monologues at the beginning of games. You know what he's yeah. talking about. One of, the, one of the best lines, I think. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sorry, the bug just flew in my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have left those windows open. Yeah, but. well. Had to cool it off a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so the G-Man, one of, one of my favorite lines in a game is from the intro of Half-Life 2, okay. when he's waking you up, and the last thing he says is, wake up, Mr. Freeman, wake up and smell the ashes, and then just, oh. like, leaves you on a train, and I'm just like, that's like a, that's like a fucking death metal lyric. Yeah. yeah. That's like the coolest <laughs> thing that's ever. Really, yeah, it's fucking up. creepy, dude. Yeah. Wake up and smell the ashes? Yeah, like, the G-Man is terrifying. You're just like, you actually wake up, you're like, dude, stop, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Put that cigar out. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my coffee before you start spouting off this fucking bullshit. <laughs> Um, so yeah, er, earlier early in the morning, so this is May 17th now, 2000-something. Okay. Uh, Gordon realizes this is a failure, and he has to go to the Lambda Complex to go to Zen. 
uh, Barney Calhoun successfully escapes Black Mesa with a, a man named Dr. Rosenberg, uh, a guy named Simmons, and a guy named Walter Bennett. Cool. Nobody except Barney is important, so ignore all that. Okay. Is this uh, the same Rosenberg Hildercraft or whatever you're talking yeah. about? <laughs> uh, Rosenberg, yeah, Rosenberg Hildenstern. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we remembered the name finally. Yeah. Yeah. I googled it. Oh, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember if I had no, if I had mentioned what play it's in the background of. It's it, their uh, background characters. It's set like alongside Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, which you I can remember the. I don't could, think I could. remember You said that Hamlet, last and then you're like, I'm not sure if it's Hamlet. Did I say Hamlet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly did. It's Hamlet. Nice. You're a real hey, smart guy. Look at me. Look at us. Look at the culture boys. Yeah. <laughs> we, always, we, always betray, we always betray how not brutish and stupid we yeah. are. Yeah. Peter knows uh, classical plays. Jamie knows psychology. And I know women. And Ethan. Oh, my God. And I know corn and lizards. Ethan knows a good season to bury nuts. Yeah. <laughs> DKH, man. I know women. Hey, you want to come back under my bridge? I got a water wheel. Yeah. Bury some I'll nuts. dig up some yeah. of my nuts. <laughs> exactly. I'll dig up a good year. And nuts. Yeah, I think I got some nuts coming left. Yeah. <laughs> Matchbox cars. Yeah. Uh, all the Ethan memes coming out. <laughs> Put that on a piece of corn. <laughs> well, that, that's the Lord Boys meme. Yeah, that's the Lord Boys some meme. Some good Ethan memes. Yeah. God damn it. Hang on. There's like a fucking fruit fly or something in here. Yeah. It's a Vortigaunt. It's fucking god damn it. How many arms does it have? Does we it have a red it. eye? Three. Uh, the free man. Ooh, the free man. You have bad luck with that. It's a spider for uh, that episode that oh, came down. Oh my god, yeah. that was so funny. Oh, it's true. That, too bad that we had so many technical difficulties yeah. in that episode that we won't spoil. But a spider did hang down in front of my face and scare me like a school. Yeah, right after we talked about spider. I monsters. fucking killed it. Yeah. He then smashed it and got goop all over his hands <laughs> and got it in his beer and yeah. it freaking spider bits. Well, you know. And that, then we thought that was a cereal. Spider, spider bits. Spider bits make you stronger. Yeah, Man, you exactly. remember a lot from that episode. Yeah, yeah. Part of a balance practice. This is like, you know what? You know, I'm at the I'm at the grocery store. I'll see some vector. I need some energy. Yeah. I see, I see some spider bits. And I'm yeah. just like, no, nah, I'll treat myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> spider sprinkles. Spider bits. Uh, so Barney Calhoun gets out. He's fine. This is why Blue Shift sucks because it's basically you can pretty much finish it in two hours. Yeah. If you've played Half Life, because it plays exactly the same. There are no new weapons. Okay. So opposing force came out first. Okay. Okay. Has essentially nothing but new weapons. Yeah, yeah. Blue Shift comes out, has nothing but old weapons, mm. minus some other good weapons. Like, you never get the glue on gun, which is the lightning hose. Okay. You never get the tau cannon, which is like the orange one. Do you get the you gravity gun? Bunny hop. Oh. There's no gravity gun in the first half life. In the first half life. Oh, no. Man. Also, um, what is it? Adrian Shepard gets a combat knife and a wrench. Okay. Whereas, um, for, yeah, I haven't mentioned it up until this point. I don't know why the crowbar is so iconic. Uh, well, I it's know it's just, I know it as iconic. It's the first weapon you get in Half Life. It's used to open the orange box. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Uh, it's the second weapon you it's, get it's, in Blue. Is Shift. it what he uses yeah. to? He's a security guard. He gets a gun first. It, does he use it to <laughs> to pry close the the portal to the other side? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, gets, he gets a pry bar. Uh, okay. yeah. A pry bar. Say dumb horse. What? Uh, you guys haven't seen enough Road to El Dorado. No, I haven't. Wow, dude, that's an old movie. Yeah. Love that movie. That's a good one. Yeah. Saw it a long Follow time that ago. trail. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Half Life Decay, like I said, I haven't played. Uh, after successfully orchestrating the resonance reversal, well, successfully by the way, by which I mean they failed. Yeah. Um, Doctor Collette. They did what they set out to do. And Doctor Gina Cross, as well as Doctor Keller, their boss, just disappear. Their fates are currently unknown. They're never heard from again. Oh, weird. Um, canonically speaking, I can guarantee they're dead. Okay. Uh, guarantee? All three of them. Wow. Little boys guarantee. Because on May 17th, so the following day, Adrian Shepard rolls in. Okay. So opposing force takes starts kind of 
in Medias Res okay. of Half-Life 1 and then continues beyond the end of it. Okay. So Adrian Shepard is at Black Mesa after Gordon has already defeated the last boss. Who is, uh, boss. <laughs> who is defeated the last boss, which is a giant alien monster known as the Neolanth. Okay. And the Neolanth is what's holding the portal open from the other side. And why? Oh. It's trying to escape. Oh. It has a huge scar down its chest, Whoa. and it has a bunch of mechanical shit plugged into it. Okay. The Neolanth is trying to escape what's known as a Europe- uh, the European Union. <laughs> <laughs> Those EU bastards. <laughs> the Universal Union, excuse okay. me. Who henceforth will be referred to as the Combine. Yeah. The Combine Empire uh. Uh, had at some point captured and done heavy experiments on the Neolanth, and it wasn't about that. Mm. So as soon as the portal to Earth was opened, it was like, I got my way out. Everybody, I'm out of here. Everybody, kids, get in the car. We're leaving. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, I'm not clear on what a combine, like, in terms of the dictionary, like, what is a combine directly? I know there's, like... It means well, take two things and put them together. The com- well, no, not the combine. <laughs> the way it's pronounced, the pronounced combine, yeah. uh, combine thing thresher is a, is a farm, is farm equipment. It's that huge okay. truck with, it's a big green and yellow truck with the rotating things uh, on it, the, scoops up wheat and the corn. Like football the green, camp and stuff? They go to the combine, yeah, to the combine and then they combine, do, like, yeah. different, like, what? Athletic yeah. things, and NFL like combine. Sure. Yep. It's where uh, before yeah. draft, you take all like the potential uh, players that you would draft, and, and they, they just run. compete in like the forty yard dash, and like how high you can jump, and yeah. it's okay. a show off day. For the- I thought the combine might have some sort of like hidden double meaning for these guys, but well, because I, I like it, like the the farm equipment, it literally like it it picks it cuts down wheat and then scoops it all up and assimilates it. So. Yeah. It, okay. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Because. Yeah, okay. We'll learn more about the Combine, because this was retconned in. The Neoloth was uh, a, a escaped prisoner of the Combine. It sounds okay. a lot like a, a Capcom game, where just everything is retconned in. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of it was. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Capcom, I forgot to say, I played through all of the it's beginning story missions for Street Fighter V. Street Fighter, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was, I was looking at your like, pile of games. Yeah, yeah. yeah Street Fighter V, I, I just downloaded uh, the DLCs, actually, a separate part uh, from the game. Uh, Oh, sorry, this general story. So I, I, I started the game. DLC. Yeah, and I wanted to Is play it free? the story. Yeah. It's, yeah free. it's free. It's just oh, like I 8 gigs or whatever, that, so yeah, if anyone want to put it yeah, on. Yeah, that's fine. Because most people want it for the multiplayer. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't access it. I thought I was going to have to pay something extra. Luckily, it's free. I just had to download it. So I'm probably going to play it throughout the week. This is pretty fun, bad at games, but my friend at work, Namdi, who's on the cast, says yep. he can sit me down in 15 to 30 minutes and not only make the game more fun, but teach me the ins and outs. And bestow some of his power on you? Exactly. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Do some ladder eventually. Again, another another shout out. Look, big thanks to Nambi for, uh, yeah. for, for I don't know. I don't know how you would, with that cast. I don't know how you'd be able to play in the same room as him because I, I can't take my eyes off him. Yeah, he's no, he's beautiful. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he glistens in the sun. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He does glisten. He's like a marble statue made, yeah. made flesh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, I got so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost yeah. my. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, May 17th, Adrian Shepard is sent in with the rest of the military because they're just like, whoa, space hey, aliens, hey. no witnesses, That's it, uh, yeah. is the American take on this one. Yeah. So the American military is, is sent in on B-22 Ospreys, which are those airplanes from the trans- this gray uh, airplanes from the Transformers movies where they have the props that go forwards but rotate up so uh, they can okay. land. Okay, I know what you mean. Called okay. Okay. I used to have a model of one. Oh, okay, I cool. haven't seen, uh, I don't remember that from the movies anyways, but um, I know what you're talking that's yeah, cool. you yeah. know what an Osprey looks like. Yeah, like, plane-wise, it's a seaplane. Basically, it's a bird. it takes up directly from a ship and then like rotates forward and flies. It's a big bird. Lives in the ocean. It's also it's it, it's also a sea falcon. Yeah, Ooh. it lives underwater. Yeah, sea raptor. That's not true. Sea raptor. 
But it is a sea raptor. Yeah, it lives underwater. No, it doesn't. Why would they call it a sea raptor if it didn't live in the (laughs) sea, Peter? It's fish. I think I've seen enough BBC to know, okay? Yeah, I bet you've seen a lot of BBC, Peter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Funny story. Big black chicks. Ethan and I worked together, and there's a guy who instead of... um, it's my boss's boss's boss. Yeah, he's like really high up in the company. And he's, instead of BCCing something with before carbon copy, yeah. where you just like send the email over. Um, yeah, I never knew what CC stand for. Thank you. Carbon yeah, copy. Yeah. yeah. And now he. Fuck. It refers to <laughs> ye old days when people actually made like real copies of letters. Yeah. You, you take a carbon copy. So he sends out BBC for like everyone to see kind of thing. Yeah, he so, will always write BBC. So, so British Broadcasting Community or company, whatever the fuck it is, or. Corporation. Committee. Or, is it something else BBC? You guys can feel free to look it up, but make sure. Big British company. <laughs> tweet some tweet some BBC to Ethan. Oh, yeah. Uh, big black chalkboard. Oh, yeah. Crunch yeah, at me. Yeah. Big black crunch at, 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 uh, at me. <laughs> Do a big black crunch at me. That's <laughs> uh, good so Before branding. carbon copy. That's what it is. Before carbon copy. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then CC is carbon copy. That carbon makes copy. a lot of sense. Yeah. Because I still, I still get, like, when I do extra work, I still get a carbon copy of my receipt, mm, yeah. which is the, I always called it a graphite copy, like an idiot, no one ever can, fucking corrected me. Hey, graphite is carbon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, graphite oh, is just carbon. Oh, that's why. Because carbon it, four, right? C4 is graphite, which is what's in Something like that, yeah. Because I always call it, I always call it the, uh, the, the graphite paper, which is the one where you have, like, the white sheet, then the green, and the pink. Yeah, yeah. And then they all write through each other. That's it. No. Oh, okay. okay. Graphite so is I, carbon, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, okay. I mean, I, I thought I was an idiot. No. This I is... thought I was uncultured swine. No, yeah. you, probably, you probably just sound pretentious to everyone. Like, oh, why can't you just call it carbon? Like, you yeah. just call it <laughs> why can't you just call it a CC? Yeah. Uh, that's oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the military is sent in to kill everybody. Oh, all the aliens. Presumably not the people. Oh, no, they're killing everybody. The witnesses. Oh, that's what you're Everything. Saying. No yeah. witnesses, okay? Do they kill themselves at the end? No. Pussies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a drink when you said that. I choked on it. Yeah, no, the yeah. concept of no witnesses for the military is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Go in this laboratory and kill every fucking nerd you see and on your way out, be sure to kill yourself. Yeah, that's well, it. that's how you beat the game in your Autonoma, right? No witnesses. In your Autonoma, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uninstall your OS chip and exactly, die. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Adrian Shepard is one of these people. They're, they're shot out of the sky by alien warships. Ha! Uh, so the military is sent in to kill everything that moves. Um, Shepard is part of the team that is sent in, and he ends up encountering these new aliens known as Race X, Ooh. who are not ever seen again, okay. but they are a species, they're the first species beyond the Neolanth and the alien slaves, okay. who are trying to take advantage of Earth and its newfound teleportation vulnerability. Okay. Like, because we tore open the dimensions... Uh, to other universes, and basically everything is just like, oh fuck, we're on our way. Yeah, shit. We're coming. We're uh, we just got to get the hell out of our own house because like everybody else's space house is on it's space on fire, fire wow. right? So they're it all trying to get out. Race X, they're more bug-like than anything, uh, but they're 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 pretty neat. Race X is that movie where they get all the prisoners to go on the race and they can kill each other through the race. Whoever yeah. wins gets to leave the prison, right? Yeah. Is it? No, it's Death Race. Oh, oh that's <laughs> you got it. You got it. Okay. Okay. Is that with Jason Stathman in it? Or yeah, something? the remake is. Yeah. Jason Stathman? There's an original. I'm There's sure. an original. There's oh, no G Death it? Race? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The original? Oh, does it have cool. Steve McQueen or like I James think it's, Dean in yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's one of those. Oh, those guys are so oh. Man, old, old movies with car chases and car stunts are so fucking cool because they actually did the stunts. It's not like CGI I know, yeah, dude, all set up. I saw one of the stupidest fucking James Bond moments I've ever seen was he was like driving the front front 
front part of a semi, like the truck bit, not the trailer. Yeah. And there was like a, whatever, like a burning wreck in the road. And he's fucking driving out. He's like, and then it's just like the, the music's like building up, building up, building up, building up. And then you know like what a semi truck looks like, right? It's like yeah. two wheels up front. And then uh, what is it like two, four, six, eight in the back? Yeah. But you know, it's like a rigid part. Okay. He like whatever just like pulls back or something. It's like and it just like folds in half and manages to to wheelie the the cab of a semi through a burning wreck. It's like what the fuck? What the fuck just happened? It's like in what context would you ever even learn how to do that? Even if it was possible. I know, it's just because the engine's up front, you can't do a wheelie in a front wheel drive vehicle. Especially not one that's like built on a rigid frame. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So race X though, they're from a different homeworld beyond Zen. You never see it. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, Adrian Shepard goes to Zen a couple of times, I believe. Okay. Oh yeah. Or maybe it's Barney Calhoun. I actually can't remember. Um, but race X, they're not from Zen. They're from some other world. They're trying to push through. Mm. And their leader is this giant squid monster known as the Gene Worm. The Gene Worm. Gene. Gene. Yeah. G E N E. Like. Like a very nerdy name, or Gene, like um, in your DNAs, like like the DNAs, the DNAs, like the okay. DNAs, deoxyribonucleic yeah. acid. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, so the gene worm it. is pushing itself through this portal, and it's trying to. And now Adrian Shepard is privileged enough to see the G-Man hither and thither. He's the reason he's there. So basically, he's the reason the G-Man's there. No, uh, the G-Man is the reason Adrian is there. So in one of the earlier levels, uh, so in Half Life, the first. There the is one. a radio broadcast sent to a man named Cooper, okay. and he's dead. DB and Cooper. it just says, "Cooper, we are pulling out. We are pulling out. We are getting out of here. We are abandoning Black Mesa because they were just they showed up, and the aliens proved to be too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. The military is just like, fucks. I don't fucks with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, one in doubt, pull out. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it. If you feel like you're edging, maybe you don't know, pull out. Just leave it on the sheets. Yeah. Yep. You got a washing machine for a reason. Yeah. That's which is true. basically all those little men is, is, abandoned is, to their is, fate. Is, 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 is what the, the military is doing. That's it. You just got to clean up that mesa. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know what? A little bit, little bit of black mesa yeah. left on the sheets there. Um, but the Big G man comes mesa. in and he closes an, a, a hangar to trap Adrian Shepard at Black Mesa. Okay. So the G man is there to use Adrian Shepard for his own nefarious devices. So Adrian okay. Shepard's a bad guy. Is what you're saying? Uh, no, Adrian Shepard's not. Well, I mean, he technically is because he's part of the military, so he was sent there to kill people. Yeah. But he ends up trapped at Black Mesa. Okay. And he's there to stop Race X. Yeah. And eventually, he fights his way through the through through, through the Black Mesa facility. Okay. He ends up fighting the Gene Worm and stopping it. So it was trying oh, to push itself through a portal. Okay. But he does end up stopping it. He kills it. Race X is never heard from again. Okay. The G-Man then plucks Adrian Shepard out of Black Mesa and leaves him on a tram cart somewhere outside of time. And he is never heard from again. Well, that's a midnight train going anywhere. <laughs> the G-Man was just like, I'm just going to leave you someplace that doesn't exist and may or possibly that exists at all times, possibly has yeah. never existed, possibly yeah. never will. The G-Man just leaves him there. We're He's still super where's the bathroom? right? We don't know anything about G-Man still? Nope. Like, we okay. don't know anything about G-Man. We don't know his origins. No. Okay. Cool. We don't know. Well, as far as I understand, when you're trapped between time, time for you doesn't pass when the G-Man stores you somewhere. Okay. It's simply... Oh, you get Walt you're, Disney'd. You're placed... Exactly, you get frozen. Yeah. But you're placed, and then in the blink of an eye, he comes back. It could have been a millennia. Yeah, yeah. So G-Man can do whatever the hell he wants. Okay. Huh. He's God. Yeah. That's amazing. God, well, he's working, God he's, man. He's working oh, for somebody. Oh. Well, G-Man stands for government man, which is just slang. So he was never actually given a name, but his character model file 
is like gman.txt or whatever the fuck oh. it is. Yeah. It's obviously not a text file, but <laughs> yeah, that, that's the example. .xml. Yeah. Which is the same way that we figured out the name of the player character in Portal. She's never referred to, no. but like her character model is chell.txt yeah. or whatever the fuck it is. Oh. She was never given a name either. But the gman is, a, is only ever directly referred to as our mutual friend. Interesting. He's been seen. Okay. He's been met by a lot of people. He's always manipulating things. He works for his employers, so he's not even the one in charge. Okay. Oh. But that's it. So yeah, after opposing force, like after opposing force ends, Adrian Shepard is left somewhere between space. Okay. Uh, Gordon continues to fight his way through Black Mesa all the way to the Lambda Complex, where they manage to send him to Zen to kill the alien master known as the Neolon. Oh, cool. So the Neolon is the one holding open the portal. Yeah. All right. Uh, as the Neolon dies, all of its like psychic dimensional energy starts to collapse around it. Gordon is lifted up in the air, but then he is swiftly teleported away and placed on a like floating rock with the G-Man. Okay. Now, you can see him throughout the game, and now he's just the one standing there. People assumed he was the administrator of um, Black Mesa. Black Mesa. It yeah. But like he's it. not. Okay. He's not human either. No. He's some thing. Thing. Yeah. yeah transcends time and space to kill the Neolanth so his employers could take over Zen. Okay. Now, the border oh. world is very, very important uh, because these crystals obviously help very much with teleportation technology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, we fucked it up. We caused Resonance Cascade. But Zen itself was a very valuable resource for any kind of alien empire yeah. that may have wanted... Um, like some sort of control over like between universe teleportation yeah yeah because this isn't like a galaxy thing that we're talking about it's not like mass effect where everything is you know open air quotes yeah, yeah. space travel local yeah it dimensions and universes maybe not dimensions because they all exist technically like, would a dimension in the universe be considered a different thing uh yes because, because you can have a universe Zen is outside of our universe so we have three yeah. dimensions like in this universe that we perceive that we perceive but if there was like a fourth total, dimension okay so Little small tangent. So Flatland uh, is a thing where, right, like, to for, so to try and perceive the fourth dimension, we can think of a universe where there's only two dimensions, right? And there's little smiley faces moving around, but they can only perceive it two dimensions. And they would never see a smiley face. Yeah. yeah. So let's say I put my hand through the Flatlands, me being a three-dimensional being going through their two-dimensional universe. Yeah. Plane. Uh, put my hand. Yeah, they're plane. I put my hand through. If I put my hand with my fingers pointing down, at first they would see four circles appear. And then they would yeah. see my hand, like, kind of the shape of my hand being, like, a cross-sectional all the way down, okay. right? Okay. So they wouldn't be able to comprehend my third dimension, but they would have an experience still. So if that was what was happening, basically, then we can kind of picture that. If, if a fourth-dimensional being came to our universe, it would still... Appear three-dimensional, three dimensional, okay. but the fourth dimension would be something we could never hope to possibly understand. Okay. That's okay. It. We so, would only be able, so be be able to receive a th the third-dimensional um, form of it, basically. Yeah, exactly. And it, which might not even show up to us. Yeah, that's fourth-dimensional. So we don't know. But is your mic on, Ethan? My mic is on, yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's, so I was this. Yeah, that's I all to for say. Second, but yeah. That's all to say that... It, there are multiple dimensions in any given universe okay. that we can theorize. So yeah. in that instance, there Zen exists outside of our universe in that instance because it's still yeah. 3D. It's, yeah. it's not outside of our dimension. It's yeah. not outside of comprehension. Yeah. Yeah. And is, and none of the universes in Half Life are ever explained to be that way. Okay. It's only that they they it's it, it's a different universe. Yeah. Like they're the same rules yeah. basically, but very far away. 
the Combine themselves, the antagonists from Half-Life 2, are from a different universe as okay. well. Like they, okay. they can tunnel through, but they're they're not they're still three-dimensional creatures who are fine on Earth and every other realm. There are no other dimensions in Half-Life, I guess, because um, as we'll get into, the Combine military force is made up of several like I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Accumulated alien species that okay. have all been enslaved in some way. Okay. Um, but they're all three-dimensional animals that either walk or fly okay. in three different directions. And just VPN their way over here. Basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the G Man says he's he's got some offers for your for your services as Gordon from his employers, and they're very very pleased. and They want to offer him a job. So at the end of Half Life One, you get a choice. Okay. We don't really. Uh, there's a canonical ending and there's a non-canon ending. Cool. The choice where you accept his services and after teleporting you onto a train going through space. Yeah. Um, you simply wait, and he just says thank you, and he leads you there, and then you get this little text message: Gordon Freeman, age twenty-seven, status hired. Okay. Mm. Who knows who hired you? The G-Man is simply working for someone. He's just space HR. Okay. That's and that's non-canon. No, that's the canon ending. The oh, non-canon really? ending is he opens the door. There's a portal there. He's just like, if you don't want to work for me, I can offer you a fight that you couldn't possibly walk away from. And since the G-Man has inexplicable and incomprehensible infinite powers. Yeah, yeah. You walk through this portal and all of your guns are gone uh, and everything that stands in front of you is an army of alien monsters. Nice. Yeah. Is it explained why G-Man is so interesting Gordon Freeman? Like, being an extra-dimensional being or extra-universal being, like, why would they want just an MIT PhD? Or... It's... It, one of the lines in the intro of Half-Life 1... Uh, of Half-Life 2, rather, when he's putting you on the train going to the new location, City 17. Yeah. Um, he simply says, the right man in the wrong place can make all the difference yeah. in the world. Yeah, um, that is a very famous quote as well. And it's okay. pretty much just a dice roll okay. that Gordon, right man, wrong place, and the G-Man took notice. But the G-Man was setting this thing up from the whole time. We find out in Half-Life 2, Episode 2, the G-Man actually brought the sample that caused Resonance Cascade to Black Mesa and okay. gave it to Eli Vance. Okay. Oh. Like, the G-Man's been up. in charge of this thing the whole time. Like, yeah. his employers wanted Zen, and they knew how they were going to get it, so they went to the specific time and place in the multiverse where they could, you know, orchestrate the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, Gordon was going to be in the right place, and the Resonance Cascade was going to happen. They just brought an unstable crystal to Black Mesa, and they were just like, go for it, boys. Done, yeah. Just do it. Easy. Wow. And that's how they took over Zen. Okay. So then you're placed, 
So, but there's like some intermediate time. So then Gordon is placed outside of time for 20 odd years. Okay. Basically. After this, when the Neolith dies, uh, Gordon is teleported away. And then after that, like Adrian Shepard kills a gene worm somewhat, like some time after. Okay. Yeah. Now, the Neolith wasn't the only thing that existed outside our universe that noticed the Resonance Cascade. Um, but then there was a, there was a comma, the Universal Union. The European Union. Yeah. Was. And they were just like, England, uh, you gotta play ball, okay, they're yeah. chum. And, yeah. and how did England feel? Were they ambivalent about the, it? England was just like, well, come at me, bruv. Yeah. yeah Not the you, come at me, you governor. You fucking what, mate? Yeah. Ooh, fucking what, mate? Ooh, fucking what, mate? Ooh, fucking what, mate? <laughs> yeah, Half-Life was Brexit before Brexit. Oh, cool. Amazing. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the eventually, the eventually we, we come to know the Universal Union as a combine. Uh, due to their habit of appropriating the dominant species of any given world and then absorbing them into their Combining. army. Exactly. Uh-huh. The Combine themselves, which you do get to see, the Combine, are, the, combine the race themselves yeah. are known as Combine Advisors. Okay. They're gigantic slugs. Oh, yeah? Like, that's Ew. it. They're these, they're these big worms. They look pretty helpless. Okay. They have basically mechanical arms built into them yeah. and, like, a mechanical eye and some sort of kind of breathing apparatus. But otherwise, they don't appear to have eyes. They have no limbs. They're just a big slug. But oh, they do cool. have really, really, really powerful psionic abilities. Yeah, I was going to say. They're must. very, <laughs> very strong. That's cool. That's they're probably very psychic. That might explain why Half-Life 3 never came out. Because everyone was so salty about how long it took that the slugs died off and there's no game anymore. That's why it kills slugs, you know? You know, when a, a slug dies to salt, it doesn't just, like, die. It, it basically turns inside out. That's like the worst. I'll never put salt on a slug. It, it, it's skin that like dissolves. Yeah, yeah, just like peels, it just it peels away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the combine uh, are these like I like I was saying, but are the, the second alien race to notice the the um, the catastrophe on Earth, and following what's called portal storms, basically. Portal storms. The portal storms end up stranding more and more alien life on Earth. So like head crabs um, and and barnacles, <laughs> which are these things that like. Hang from the, the hang ceiling from with the, the big, big tongue. Yeah. The head crabs are, are super iconic. They're the little yeah. like, kind of turkey-sized dudes. Also known as facehuggers. Yeah. Also known as lights. They're not exactly like facehuggers because they turn you into a zombie. They don't hatch yeah. out of you. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they're these little alien monsters. They turn you into a, a, what's known as a head crab zombie, which cool. they control you directly. Yeah. That's Ravenholm or whatever. Like, Ra- don't Raven, go to Ravenholm. Well, we'll, we'll talk about Ravenholm yeah. in, in a moment. I yeah. assume yeah. we would. But then uh, the Combine managed to push through into our universe. And this is Half-Life 2? This is between Half-Life between 1 and 2. This, this is the setup. This is the Seven Hours War. The okay. pre-sequel. So basically, the, well, this isn't in-game. This is only ever referred to. Okay. So the Seven Hour War occurs when the Combine forces push through into our universe and overwhelm the entire planet in seven hours. In seven hours. Wow, they did the a good job. The person who signs the surrender Good is Dr. Wallace Breen, Eli. who was the actual administrator <laughs> of uh, Black Mesa. Black Mesa, not, yeah, exactly. the, not the G-Man, not the G-Spot, even though we all no. thought it was the G-Spot. It was the G-Spot. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. The G spot's very mysterious. We don't yeah. really know, but yeah. it controls our Lisa. lives. You know, no, leaves us in ashes, yeah. follows us around, yeah. leaves me on trains or <laughs> something. <laughs> you can't find the G spot, but every once in a while it finds you. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of the prostate, so the way that uh, the, the way that the seven hour war is apparently supposed to have began is the portals from the combine homeworld would open up in the sky. And we've all played Half-Life 2, so we know what the Citadel is, right? It's that massive black building in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's, like, so tall remember. it goes beyond the clouds. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I do Yeah, remember. the Citadel, okay. exactly. It was on the menu screen of the orange box. Exactly. 
so apparently what happened was portals opened up in the sky over just like random points on Earth. Okay. And the citadels dropped out of the sky and crashed into oh, the planet. Shit, that's metal as fuck. Which, like, that's why they're all buried in these huge pits. Okay. Like because the, the citadel goes up beyond the clouds, but it also goes down way below the ground. Okay. Because that's where it crashed into a crater. Whoa. And then cool. the combine forces start to spill out. Now, they didn't have any combine soldiers at this time because they didn't have any humans in their army. Okay. They had to start kidnapping people first. But in the Seven Hours War, we were completely overwhelmed by things like gunships, which are the flying whale-looking things. Oh, yeah. Striders, mm. which are the big three-legged dudes. Yeah. Uh, oh. Crab synths and mortar synths, which are two robots that are never fought in-game but are seen briefly in the Citadel at the end of Half-Life 2. Okay, cool. They're part of the Combine forces, uh, among probably Combine advisors because of their powerful like psychic abilities. Yeah, okay. Yeah, those right. are all the juggernauts of the Combine, right? Like, you would have to have a rocket launcher or something to take those the, down? Since, for the most part, other than Hunters, are completely bulletproof. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, so Earth's forces are completely overwhelmed and Dr. Breen signs the surrender and then Basically, with nothing really known what happens, other than the fact, like, Alex Vance, who's the girl from Half-Life 2, it was rescued, and she just continues to age. Mm -hmm. So Half-Life 2 opens, the G-Man says, wake up and smell the ashes, he leaves you on a train, and you end up in a place called City 17, which is theorized to be just somewhere in Eastern Europe, okay. because a lot of the, like, text on buildings is in Strelik. Okay. Okay. But it is never indicated where it actually is. Yeah. Somewhere-ish there. Yeah, Australia. Yeah. So, the G-Man... Leaves, <laughs> leaves Gordon on a train to City 17. He gets off. He, get, he runs to Barney. Um, and Dr. Kleiner, who was uh, retconned to be scientist with glasses. Okay. No one in particular. Like, Eli was the black dude who sent you up. Yeah, yeah. That's Eli now. Um, and Dr. Kleiner is just white guy with glasses who is now a character. Well, when are you told to pick up, pick that up? What? We'll pick you up. gotta pick that up. It says, hey, you, pick that up. Pick up that can? Yeah. That's right at the beginning right at the before beginning. you get a gun. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a Metro cop. That's part of civil protection. Yeah. So mm. the, the Combine now have assimilated. They are completely human. They're volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, civil protection are the first enemies you fight in, in Half-Life Half 2. Life, yeah. And they're the guys with the white gas masks and the black suits. Yeah. Um, they, uh, civil protection are human only. They're not, they're working for the Combine. They're not part of the Combine. Okay. okay. Combine soldiers, which we see later on in the game, are heavily augmented. Okay. Yeah. They're augs. They're, uh... They have, like, They're uh, synths, technically. Yeah, okay. So, basically, combine, the, the combine forces are referred to entirely as synths. Okay. Which is short for synthetic. That, so that goes from, like, the gunship, which are, like, flying bulletproof whale bugs, to just the combine. Military soldiers are also synths because they're so heavily yeah. augmented. And okay. they always talk through a radio. It's always like... Yeah. Right, move along, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the combine vocoder is... Yeah, is you know, it's, I think it's probably just to make them sound scary, but I really like the way they say Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. Also, the Combine military force is called Overwatch, way before Overwatch was called Overwatch, oh, oh, for the record. Thieving so, nerds at Blizzard. Overwatch. Yeah, it's like, not only do we just remake Half-Life 2, but with some girls yeah, this time, yeah. we called it Overwatch. Yeah. No, remake Team Fortress 2, but with girls this time, and then we call it Overwatch, Overwatch. for Half-Life 2. That might be a bit uh, a bit tongue-in-cheek, honestly. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, like, I don't think Blizzard really makes super original games. We found out StarCraft was basically just Warhammer 40k. Warhammer 40K. Yeah. With like a better story probably. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mentioned that we did a StarCraft episode to a couple people at work and they're like, oh, you should do a Warhammer episode though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I would love to then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're totally like, shut your treasonous mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't you talk that way in front of the God Emperor. <laughs> I think you know your shit. God Emperor. I only know what the God Emperor is now because I like saw a bunch of God Emperor Trump memes, and then I was like, "What oh, the yeah. fuck is the God Emperor?" <laughs> and then uh, a buddy of mine was like, "Yeah, he's in charge of the like, Chaos Legion or some yeah. shit." Yeah. 
who are like the the red soldiers. I know nothing about Warhammer except that I had a lot of friends who used to paint a lot of things and not play the game that much. Well, but, that's fine. I think the painting is probably fucking yeah. more fun than playing it. That's it. But you I know, if you buy too. a canvas, it's like what, like ten, twenty dollars. If you buy a little figurine that's smaller than a canvas. Then it's like sometimes a hundred dollars. Yeah, it's depends like, on how good its stats yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Get like a lizard man Very mage. Pay to win. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he runs into like some old friends who've been recon in along with Alex Vance, who is Eli Vance's daughter. Yep. She got plucked out of Black Mesa by the G Man. Okay. And it's like, and he was just like, oh, I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm do what I want. He d- he dumb do what he wants. They attempt. So this is all set in 2020. So somewhere between 2020 and 2029. Oh, it's Half-Life wait, 2 no, and its episodes. No more 2000X. Now no more 2000X. 20, 2002X. Yeah. But it, so they get to Dr. Kleiner's lab, which is like an underground lab somewhere in City 17. Yeah. And they attempt to teleport Gordon to Eli outside City 17 underneath an old hydroelectric dam, which he calls Black Mesa East. Okay. During Alex's teleportation, that goes fine. She is sent to Black Mesa East immediately. Okay. Gordon, on the other hand, is teleported there, and then there's something that goes wrong, and then they say something's pulling him away. Oh no! It's the G-Man. No, the G-Man is pulling him away. He's pulling re- him away and can't just like boom, he's gone. Yeah. Like no, no, the- he's he's just interrupting because the G-Man's got to keep his hold on everything. Yeah, his yeah. Employers want things to go very smoothly. They have a very specific idea of what's supposed to happen. Okay. They want him to have to go on foot, so he can kind of sow more chaos of the Combine forces. Oh. Because okay. there's multiple levels between uh, a Red Letter Day, which is when they're supposed to teleport you, okay. to Black Mesa East. There's uh, Root Canal and Water Hazard. Is all. this when you're along the beach, like, no, shooting that, guys that, in towers and taking out cells or something? No, that's the um, that's uh, Highway 17. Okay. No, this is Root Canal and, um, so and the, Water Hazard. Okay. The G-Man's employers want him to walk so that there's a game. Is what we're saying. The G-Man is just like our customers paid for a game. Our customers gets a game. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it, 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 it would kind of stink if the Half Life Half Life Two was just G-Man went and did the thing, and then it was all over. Yeah, I mean, basically, I don't understand. He can never seem to intervene directly, but he has a whole bunch of employees. Uh, yeah. Right, it's a very kind of odd yeah. limits to power, despite the fact <laughs> he can imprison people outside of time yeah, forever. That's, that's it. <laughs> Although, if there's ever a game with G-Man as a protagonist, and you're playing from his perspective, I'm sure, like, people would eat that up. Well, oh, like, yeah. so he, that's that. surely going to get made. No. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, we could have Artifact 2, the G-Man card game. Yeah. Where he points his briefcase, briefcase at somebody, and they just collapse into a diamond. Yeah. yeah. They're so dense now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Gordon has to make his way. To Black Mesa yeah. East. And he sows chaos into the Combine Forces. Gordon he's, Freeman's like, and I would walk five. He is known as the primary or as Anti Citizen One. Anti Citizen oh, One. Anti-Citizen I like that one. name. Anti Citizen yeah. Kane. Anti Citizen Kane, yeah. exactly. It wasn't his sled, it was a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> We've referenced Rosebud more than once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the like, second time, yeah, yeah. I can remember this, the Citizen Kane one. No. It's just stupid because nobody knows that movie, right? No. no. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Gordon finally gets there. However, um, the Combine have followed Gordon to Black Mesa East. They attack. They kidnap Eli. Oh, no. Uh, Gordon is separated from Alex. Oh, no. So Gordon's pet robot dog, dog. dog. Uh, opens a gate to a place called Ravenholm. Ooh. Yeah. So you have to end up, you have to, you go, this is after you get the gravity gun. And the level is called Don't Go to Ravenholm. We, before you get the shotgun. Uh, yeah. Before you get the shotgun, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, it's called We Don't Go to Ravenholm Ellipse, all in quotes, because it's based on a quote. It's, it's actually not even a quote at all, uh, because the direct quote from Alex is, that's the old passage to Ravenholm, 
we don't go there anymore. Okay. No. So I think the title might be from an older voice line yeah, that they recorded yeah. and replaced. Because it's like it, it's 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 like a paraphrase yeah, in yeah. the quotes. <laughs> but either way, you have to go through Ravenholm, which is a mining town. It's like set. we don't go to Ravenholm as I see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sick. It's really well done because on the way you're on your way to the lab the first time, right? And you yeah. pass by it. Now it's kind of drops that little seed of information. Oh, we don't go there anymore. Then you go have that whole interaction and have to go back to. Well, if you go down towards the gate, there's like a secret line because nobody really does that. Okay. If you go down towards the gate with Alex when it's closed, she t- explains what happened. So Ravenholm was an old mining town that a bunch of resistance people, a bunch of escapees from City 17 had set up. And they were kind of living in secret until the Combine finally found them. Okay. And then they, they dropped what's called, uh, they, they started shelling them. Okay. So what the Combine do is they have a thing somewhere in the Citadel that produces head crabs. Yeah. Uh, so there's like a spider monster called the Gonark in Half-Life 1. Okay. That like birds baby head crab. is like a giant Head crab monster, basically, Whoa. with a huge testicle hanging off it, and just like burrs head crabs. Mm. The combine, this is cut content, but still makes sense. Okay. The combine used to have, or do somewhere, that's how they produce one of the those. fucking things. They have just the scrotum bit that's okay. constantly just the laying glands. head crabs. Yeah, just. just Exactly, yeah. just gonads. That's um, how silkworms. That's how they that's get how all they the silk. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the combine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that Bring where babies back. come from? Yeah. That's where babies come from. Yeah. We have giant. Giant sacks yeah. in hospitals. The alien organization that controls that's the world Babby has form. giant sacks. That yeah. That's how bad you form. That is how bad. That's form. how I'm programming it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. yeah, good, good, good. Um, so they, they they shell the hell out of the town after they find out they they are escaped. But the combine shelling is not artillery. They're capsules that bury themselves in the ground and they open up the backs and they're yeah. filled with head crabs. Yeah. Mm. So the head crabs go in take over, infect everybody, take over all their bodies, except the priest of the town, Father Gregory. That's it. Or if you get rid of all your hair, you'll never get the crops. Or that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's bald. He's safe. <laughs> yeah. He's bald. He's safe. <laughs> He uh, does. He is completely insane, though. Yeah. And I like how in a sci-fi game, like they just have this random zombie level with like a really well-developed yeah, the, character. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's a testament to Mark Laidlaw and the other writers of Hell that they managed to set up like a sympathetic, fantastic, fully developed character oh, like in that. a level that, when you know what you're doing, only takes about 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I like how he wears red Converse. Yeah. <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah. I, I really like that character. Yeah, you show up and you're in such a dangerous place, and the game feels so dangerous because you haven't had that many enemies at this point, and like. Then this guy's here, and he's, like, set up all these traps. I don't know why he's living there, but... Hey, he was the priest in he town. Was, he's just oh, fucking crazy. He's the last he survived. person in town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got all these, like, wire traps set up, and he's, like, in this kind of, like, zombie world, and he knows the lay of the land. It's yeah, really cool. exactly. Really cool. And I love... Um, so the headcrab zombies are very, very disturbing, because the headcrabs don't kill you. You're not actually a zombie. Yeah. Because when you light them on fire, they... Scream. The, the man, the now, person it, screams. It, yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. The person screams. And you'll notice that when they burn, it still sounds like they're speaking. You can still kind of understand what, what they're saying. Everything in reverse, however, if you reverse the audio tracks, they, they beg for death. They oh, yeah. They, they're just like, God, God, please, God, help Whoa. me. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. you light them on fire. It's super interesting. I'll show you guys afterwards some yeah. reverse, yeah. Uh, some reverse uh. Half-Life audio. But yeah. the, the, the person... Taking that is con- being controlled by the standard head crab. Okay. There are three kinds of head crabs now. It's unknown at present whether they're natural or whether the fast head crab and the poison head crab are modified Genetically by the modified. combine. They're like synths head crabs. Exactly because yeah. their hosts don't speak. So the standard head crab, if That's you a like bad host, if yeah. you do a party like that, <laughs> yeah, bad host. bad host for a podcast, he yeah. doesn't speak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the standard head crabs 
the, you know, just the, the, it's the guy in the white covered in blood. They're, they're torn open. Yeah, yeah. Their chest is torn open. They have like the distended claws, and they kind of just like shuffle towards you. Yeah. That's how they eat, by the way. That's why their chest is ripped open. Okay. Because since their mouth is covered, they have to eat somehow. So okay. They, so they just shove food in there. Seen there? They shove food directly into their chest into cavity. Their yeah. Cut out the middleman. Yeah. I'm no doctor, but why chew? Yeah. yeah why right? chew? Why? Put that I waste on a, piece a lot of, of time cord. fucking chewing. Yeah. Why yeah. chew? <laughs> <laughs> I choo choo choose you. Choo choo choose me. Yeah, that's Simpson, right? Check yeah. this out, Lisa. Uh, you can pinpoint the exact minute where his heart rips in half. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he uh, Raven home. Uh, yeah, so you, you go through Raven home, you meet Father Gregory, you end up actually getting together, and he helps you get through Raven home, which you get onto, uh, you get to a base called Shorepoint. And Shorepoint calls out to NLO, which is New Little Odessa. Uh, uh, <laughs> Wowie, wowie, wow. Wowie, wowie. That Whoa. took a lot of anime. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tired for Peter's you. Peter's deflated yeah. now for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, no. laughs> but, but this is Highway 17. Because when you get to Shorepoint, you find out Alex calls you on the radio and tells the guy who's in charge of Shorepoint, like, listen, okay, my father's been captured and taken yeah. to an old prison that's been converted by the Combine. It's called Nova Prospect. Yeah. Nova Prospect is where they make Combine soldiers. Okay. So you can see some Combine soldiers in Nova Prospect, where they're very, very pale under their armor. They're very, very, they're very thin. They don't have any organs anymore. Okay. And they have these like plugs in their chest. They have one in their chest that I believe is above their heart, and they have another one that's on like the lower right uh, side of their abdomen. These are all the vampires from Morrowind that couldn't figure out how to get. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah. There's also graffiti in Half Life that shows what's inside of a combine helmet. There's like a, it's like an evolution graffiti. Okay. There's like a monkey, and you can see its muscle, its bone. There's a human head, its muscle, its bone. Then you can see a combine soldier, you see its muscle, its bone, and all of the fucking wires. So oh. like a combine soldier is still a synth. It is a adapted species wow. of Earth. Okay. okay. Right. So the combine are still, you know, assimilating us yeah. into, in, into into their ar- into their army. Interesting. So uh, Highway 17 is what you were talking about. It's the first time you encounter a gunship. Yeah. The gunships are the flying whales. That you can only take out with rocket launchers. It's because they're bulletproof. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they are mo- there's some modified alien species from another world okay. that the Combine had assimilated possibly eons ago and now uses one of their kind of heavier military forces. They're, okay. they're not a replacement for helicopters, but they're an upgrade. Because you do fight helicopters in Half-Life 2. Yeah. The hunter-chopper. Yeah, I really, yeah, that's when you're on the river, right? Near the, uh, yeah, it's a water hazard. Yeah, yeah, it's like near the end of the game, you have to fight two or three at once, I think. Are uh, they? The you only ever fight two max. Okay. Okay. You fight two at Nova Prospect, which you're going to get Eli okay. so after Highway 17. Yeah. Because one of the cool things about Half Life is they can only be shot by, only be hurt by a rocket launcher. But the rocket launcher in Half Life 2 has a laser guide, mm. right? And the laser guide allows you to steer the rocket yeah. through the air. Yeah. Because the gunships can shoot your rocket down. Oh yeah, so yeah. They'll, they'll, shoot, they'll, they'll, they'll shoot them. They'll shoot them out of the air. What is really neat? This is one of the things I remember from like my many, many playthroughs of Half Life Two. Yeah, yeah. The rocket will still damage them. I got really lucky, Tom, one time because it takes about I think it takes five rockets okay. to shoot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like five rockets for a gunship. It's seven for a Strider, which is the tripedal monsters that okay. we'll talk about in a bit. Um, the, it takes five rockets to shoot down a gunship. I remember I hit one four times. Yeah. But I was super, super low health, and I was panicking. And I remember one time I shot a rocket up, and then if you shoot at its face where it has its gun, it shot it out of the air. Okay. But as the rocket spiraled out of control, it still hit the gunship. Oh, nice. Uh, and then uh, shot it out of the air. There's a lock-on mechanism as well, right? If you aim at it for long enough, it kind of just, like, fills up a bar, and then uh, goes, beep, no. and then, like, you can lock it. No. That's, that's Halo 2. Okay. That's a different shooter from 2004. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, uh, Half-Life 2, you have to steer the rocket with the laser guide because okay. the gunships can shoot it out of the air. 
Oh yeah, you shoot it, but you're pointing the laser. And you gotta like steer yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, I see. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah gotcha. exactly. But the gunship, the gunships, when not deployed as solo, will be deployed in pairs because they will defend each other. Okay. So it, when you're trying to break into Nova Prospect, this is a part that I still find hard, despite beating the game 30 times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two gunships in Nova Prospect kick the shit at me. Yeah. Because they they kind of like rotate around, so you can never actually kind of compensate for both where they're both looking. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to get shot in the back uh, every while time, one of them yeah. is shooting at the rocket all the time. It's, it's fucking ridiculous, yeah. but, it, it, but it's great. So eventually you get into Nova Prospect, you find Dr. Mossman, okay. who is Eli Vance's assistant. And he's made of moss. No, he's a man she, made of moss. Judith Mothman. Judith Mothman. Judith, <laughs> Judith Mossman. Yeah. Um, she was a Black Mesa East as well. I forgot to mention her. I'm sorry. But you get to Nova you Prospect. Son of a you bitch. find Eli, and you, then you find out they have they have a huge combine teleporter at Nova Prospect. Okay. And so Dr. Mossman is just like, yeah, I'll take Eli the first two. We'll go. Let me input the coordinates for Dr. Kleiner's lab, which is where you teleported from at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And then she fucking vanishes. Bye. And you call Dr. Kleiner. He's like, yo, is my dad and Dr. Mossman there? He's just like, they never arrived. She's like, where the fuck are these coordinates? Where the fuck did she take them? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Wow. Mossman, maybe she's a traitor. Oh, oh shit. shit. The only thing we actually know about Dr. Mossman is she very much loves Eli. She's okay. not Alex's mom, and Alex hates her a lot. Okay. They don't get along. You're not my real mom. You're not my. You're it's just a stepmom problem. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, but they, but yeah, she, they 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 fight quite a lot. Mm. Uh, so they disappear. Anyway, you start getting the, the the so the combine soldiers are known as Overwatch. Okay. There's the the other guys who are the white and red ones. So the Overwatch elites. Okay. They start to barge in to where the teleporter is. Nova Prospect. Nova Prospect as well. You managed to so you were talking about it. Nova Prospect. You turn off these giant things that pound in the ground. Yeah, on the beach, of, right? Yeah, because there's these blind bugs called antlions. Yeah, there's and a bunch the, of bunkers around there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, the, they're called perimeter restrictors, okay. or thumpers. Okay. And they just, like, pound the ground and they scare the antlions. Okay, cool. Um, you turn these off, you get some antlion spores so you can control them, and Nova Prospect is eventually overrun by antlions. And, oh, yeah. And Overwatch has to abandon it. Okay. Give me those sweet, yeah. sweet... Uh, antlion spores. Antlion spores. Put them inside me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So the Overwatch elite come in to defend the teleporter okay. uh, inside Nova Prospect. But Gordon and Alex escape just in the nick of time as the teleporter kind of starts to collapse from much of the damage. Oh, and the antlion invasion, it, it blows up. Okay. Now, you arrive in Dr. Kleiner's lab and nobody's there. So you start Ooh. knocking on the other side of a door and Dr. Kleiner comes in. He's just like, wait, what the fuck? Uh, what, what are you guys doing here? It's like, we were just in Nova Prospect. He's just like, no, Nova Prospect blew up over a week ago. Whoa. So what? he's like, fascinating. The Combine seemed to have developed a very slow teleport. So he lost a week. You, you lose a week, exactly. <laughs> but the destruction of Nova Prospect, it like inspired the Resistance to come out of hiding. Okay. And you fight your way to the, to the Combine Citadel and eventually manage to get inside. Okay. Once you get inside, you get it's mostly just like a sightseeing tour for a lot of it. You see, you, you know, you get like you're in that like thing that carries people around. Yeah. And you like move around a lot. You see a lot of so, stuff. You don't do much. Yeah, like an upside down roller coaster that you're kind of hanging. You from. go up constantly. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of like moving around. Is this uh, the part? Of the, am I getting it wrong, or is this later in the game? Okay. Yeah. So you you're like kind of like locked into this upside down roller yeah, coaster. Yeah. So this is in the city. Yeah, yeah. And you're exactly slowly right. moving like a factory line kind of through uh, this exactly. giant yeah. thing. Yeah. You see gunships getting getting serviced. Yeah. Right. Also, one one of the uh, synths that I forgot to mention is like the last resort the combine have when uh, when the resistance is coming. They're called Striders. 
Okay. And they're the huge three-legged kind of insectoid synths that have what's called a warp cannon on them. Mm. Okay. And, you know, it's still really a good effect, even 13 years later. It's like, when they fire the warp cannon, which is like the belly one, yeah. it, like, bends light, and it can blow up buildings. Oh, cool. And then they also have, like, this huge gun. They have a gun on the front. You have to go to an old bank where they have... I can't remember what the hell it's called. It's called a suppression device. Okay. It's like a laser that, like, shoots up into the air and then creates this, like, pool of light on the ground that when it goes, like... Boom! It'll like fucking vaporize anybody who's standing oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah, they're like ATATs if they were left on an island and left to their own devices and falls <laughs> over a very long yeah, time. Yeah, lost yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Darwin's ATAT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the origin of the Striders. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, the Striders. But yeah, once you're inside the Citadel, you manage to finally get up to Doctor Breen's office. Because Dr. Breen, the administrator, when he surrendered Earth, was rewarded by the Combine with power. Oh, that, that. Oh, yeah, that, that. Exactly. Oh, so he, that just he's rubs like, me the he's wrong like, way. He's like president of Earth, basically. Yeah. So, um, cool. you, you get up there, he's talking to you, he's about, he had kidnapped Alex earlier as well, yeah. and they're going, he's just like, oh, well, you, you know, he's, was talking to me, he's like, didn't you know your contract was open to the highest bidder? So now the Combine want to get the G-Man to give Gordon to them. Oh. But he's not going to do any of that shit. Dr. Mossman's in there, and after having betrayed you guys, open air quotes, yeah. she uses Gordon's gravity gun to like blow up the receiver there. Okay. And she's just like, no, you know, I don't want to do this, because she's in love with Eli yeah, yeah. and Dr. Breen and the Combine. We're just going to take Eli and Alex and teleport them somewhere. Okay. We're just yeah, going to yeah. send them to some other universe and leave them there. You didn't end your air quotes. Open air quotes, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, it's, been, it's been 20 minutes, Peter. Yeah. No, quote, quote. Quote. Everything I've said up until this point has just been a sarcastic metaphor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. None of this has happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so this is, this is towards the end of Half-Life 2 now. Yeah. So eventually you end up fighting your way up. Cause, so the gravity gun is upgraded by the um, by one of the Combine technologies that like steals all of your weapons and vaporizes them. But when the Combine kind of whatever machine tries to confiscate and destroy the gravity gun it gets mixed with the gravity gun power and becomes what's called a dark energy cannon Ooh, so now up until, up until this point you haven't been able to pick up people okay oh, only oh yeah no. now the dark energy cannon yeah, is the yeah, only gun yeah, you yeah, have yeah, yeah. you can grab people you can grab those dark energy spheres yeah and you can punch people real hard yeah no i remember walking right. along these like walkways around a circular in the path, citadel exactly yeah. Citadel, yeah. Yeah. throwing people around it's yeah i remember so actually cool. playing oh now that you say that i remember playing a friend's save where he had the the dark matter gun oh, yeah in the, in the, in the it's citadel. a lot of fun it's yeah. great yeah. <laughs> Uh, eventually you get to the top. Dr. Breen is trying to escape. You actually interrupt his conference with one of the Combine advisors on the screen at one point. Okay. Uh, where he's just like, no, I have to get out of here, blah, 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 blah. You never hear them say anything because they talk directly into his mind. And he's just like, a host body? You've got to be kidding me. That's ridiculous. He's like, okay, fine. He's right behind me. Get out of there. Remember the fact that the Combine offered Dr. Breen a host body. Okay. 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 Because this is apparently something they can do. They can just take your brain and put you in something else. Okay. If you guys could do that, what would you want to be put in? Not a flying psychic slug. I can guarantee yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably a good choice. I, I, you get the psychic powers though. Why you, is that a bad? Why is that a bad choice? Does the casing have to like fit your brain, or can they condense it? Because like a bird would be pretty cool. Uh, what will it be explained later? Which I guess I'll spoil. Just like a now. bird with a it, brain it, strapped it, on its back. Like. It doesn't. It, it doesn't <laughs> actually matter to the combine. They can upload your consciousness into basically any kind of biological creature. Oh, that's a, cool. a host body for them. Well, their, their their technology is so advanced. The combine are essentially unstoppable. Wow. Right. Wow. So they can upload your. They can just take your thoughts and put them in something else. You can exist in a host body 
I it, 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 identically as you could now. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Very good. Does it have to be a living thing, or can you just like become a uh, like a, a chair or a bicycle yeah. seat or something? Fire hydrant. To Fire my hydrant, knowledge, yeah. a host body is specifically refers to in the half life in the half life context. A host body specifically refers to a separate organic being. A host body is a body. Okay. It's yeah. not a you know Doctor Breen wasn't offered to be Robocop. He was offered a host body. Okay. Like okay, you're gonna abandon this fucking mortal coil, okay. and then you're gonna put it in something else, and we're gonna leave it there, and that's gonna be your new body now. Cool. And that's what they offered. He was like, "Oh, you've got to be joking me!" But they we're gonna teleport him away. Okay. You and Alice get up to the top. You fly two more gunships. Yeah. You destroy the teleporter, and it blows up. Okay. Oh no. Just as Alex says, "Okay, Gordon, we did it. Maybe there is some more," and it blows up. But the G-Man's timing is so good. The explosion is still tiny. And the G-Man stops, and he's just like, time, Dr. Freeman? And he has a whole monologue, and he just leaves Alex there after taking a hair off of her, which is one of my favorite scenes. He, like, walks over to because he froze time, right? Yeah, he walks yeah. over to Alex's frozen body. He just, like, walks up to her, and he looks at her, and he's just talking to her, and he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, and then he, like, plucks a piece of dust off of her hand and throws it away, and then just, like, brushes her off, and then walks away. Wow. Have you never seen the end of Half-Life 2? I have. I don't remember that part, but how do you even... Sh- illustrate a hair like back then like the well you couldn't hair. because he's at a distance but yeah. he, you know he goes over and he uses two fingers to pluck something off and he flicks it away just okay. like with animation you don't actually see anything but it's, it's clearly some speck of dust he's okay. like oh you know that's cool and then he locks you away in stasis this is the end of Half-Life 2 okay so we get into Half-Life 2 episode 1 which opens with uh, the G-Man he comes back out of the darkness because he always leaves the intermediate place with like some giant white door in the darkness yeah and then he comes out, and he's about to say something to you. Then you can hear the Vortigaunts chanting, or the three armed aliens we mentioned earlier, who had been freed by Gordon completely coincidentally when he killed the Neelanth. Okay. Which is why they love the free man so much. Because he yeah. had to kill the Neelanth, and they see him as saving their race. Okay. They have some crazy space-time powers as well. Oh, nice. So some Vortigaunts show up, and they're all gl- their eyes are, instead of red, they're kind of bluish purple now that's good and they kind of have this red is evil blue blue purple light all kind of going all over them and they're chanting and holding the g-man back okay and then he like walks up he's about to say something he inhales he's looking around he looks kind of amused at first but then at some point he realizes he can't get can't get past and they don't kill him but the only thing he says in this entire game now the only gordon freeman led half-life game in which the g-man never appears throughout gameplay is episode one okay at the beginning the only thing he says is, we'll see about that. And that's it. That's it. Interesting. And the Vortigaunts save Alex. They take her away from the explosion. And the Vortigaunts save you. They take you away from the explosion, but they only leave you at the bottom of the Citadel. So episode one is an expansion for Half-Life 2? So for whatever reason, Valve was pretty much the first mainline developer to experiment with episodic content. Okay. Which, as we know now, looking back, was a abject failure yeah right no uh but they were just like okay so instead of developing an entire game over the course of four years or never uh they were just like let's <laughs> cough, cough. yeah they'll yeah. let's develop parts and then when we we will just like because it's a three-act structure right yeah, yeah so like we'll just instead of developing the whole game over the whole course let's just do take the script and do act one okay. act when it's done and then act two when it's done and then mm. obviously they never finished and never will but um and and then act three would have been that yeah Yeah, okay so half-life two episode one we should learn from this though we should stop doing episodes oh yeah we should just do one mega yeah all the lore never stop talking yeah yeah well we do all the games yeah it gets so raspy we gotta do it in shifts i'm feeling i'm feeling a little raspy i talk for eight hours you talk for eight hours and jamie talks we're getting a lot of beer 
We should yeah. stock up. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to Costco or something. Here. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, Italian Costco. Yeah, Costco scene. Anyway, so the G-Man is never seen. They leave you at the bottom of the Citadel. He manages to call Eli and Dr. Kleiner, where they're just like, thank God you're out of the city because the dark energy reactor, the dark fusion reactor in the Citadel is about to blow. Oh, snap. And they're just like, actually, we're basically right outside the Citadel. And uh, what the hell is this one called? Oh, th- yeah, this, this uh, chapter is called Undo Alarm. Okay. So you have to go back inside the Citadel and temporarily stabilize the core. Okay. Undo is in, like... It- Unwarranted, like, like, unwarranted, unwarranted. Un- U-N-D-U-E. Yeah. Okay. Undo alarm. Not, undo, yeah. not undo the alarm. No. Yeah, <laughs> not like that. As an unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. Not, you. not do. Got you. Yeah. The do like like your library books are do. Not yeah. The do like you should do this. Do the do. What it, it's do like Mountain Dew. Um, yeah, exactly. Undo alarm. <laughs> which you know, is, it's, it's code, a, code red alarm. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah code red <laughs> mountain undo alarm. It's an alarm that goes off anytime you, you buy a, a knockoff Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah, soda products. Oh, yeah. That uh, that undo <laughs> alarm goes off. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. So after st- <laughs> after stabilizing the reactor, um, Gordon and Alex st- uh, start stealing some data from the combine while they can inside the Citadel. Okay. They find a video of Doctor Mossman, who has just been like, and, and she says something super vague. She's just like, I'm fairly certain I've nailed down the location of the project. It's unsure. Well, I'm unsure what's going on, but like I have to go. And the wall blows down. Combine soldiers come in, oh, sure. shoot everybody oh. she's with, and then there's a small, three-legged monster with two bright blue eyes. Vortigaunt. No, what? small three-legged monster with bright blue eyes. Bright blue eyes. It's a blue con- eyes white dragon. It's a it, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thank who, God, Kaiba showed up. I was gonna, I was gonna say I was gonna say that Yugi was Kaiba. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. be my Yeah, no, activated. Doctor Mossman. Yeah. You thought you could find the Borealis without me. We need to do the Borealis. Yeah. So who was it? The, okay, it was a, a creature. The, the Three creature. legs. The eyes. creature itself is a called a is called a hunter. hunter. Okay. And they will be explained because they only make their full appearance. We only ever actually fight them in episode two. Oh. Or saw in episode one. Episode okay. one, the only new enemy they introduce is called a zombine. A zombine. Which is a combine zombie. So it is a combine soldier who has a head crab on him. Okay. What's neat is if you knock the head crab off, uh, all you have is a lower jaw. So you never really get to see a combine face up close. Okay. <laughs> but then after the collapse of the Citadel, all the perimeter restrictors, all the bumpers, totally offline. Yeah, yeah. Antlions start coming into the city because they burrow underground. Yeah. First of the pavement. What does an antlion look like again? I'm They're forgetting. Big ass green bugs. They've got like okay. three teeth, kind of a triangle head. They've okay. got little fuzzy wings that can fly short distances. Oh, okay. Four legs. Okay. Uh, and then there's the. Um, there's a larger version. For some reason, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Ant Tiger. Ant- Ant- no, it's Antland uh-huh. Guardians. The Antland Ant- Guardians Ant- are like the larger ones. They also have four legs, but like weird little vestigial like lobster legs yeah. in front. And they have like the big head where they can charge and they can ram you. Oh, kind of like an elephant seal has a big old head. A lot like that, yeah, actually. It's, yeah. It's it's it's, uh, it's a lot. It's just as floppy, but yeah. a much more <laughs> much more armored. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen an elephant seal, look up an elephant seal. They're big. Yeah, and know that this stupid thing that is on their face, the only reason they have it is for mating, to make a roar. It's so they can scream loud. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> what's it called when a creature... Um, hordes like many women like the male a harem. Oh, a harem a harem yeah so they're harems and they just fuck each other up they fight until they bleed and they're ugly and elephant seals are like they i'm attracted to them it, i'm not- attracted to them <laughs> yeah. oh, somebody put that on a piece of cord intellectually I mean, james miller elephant seals intellectually I, I like I, I i want to see they're like a train wreck they're like a train wreck i want to see what an elephant seal is gonna do but i can't stand looking at it yeah uh, anyways 
They look like condoms full of peanut butter with like a big <laughs> saggy face on the end. <laughs> they're messed up, dude. Like, I yeah, Google them, please. They're, they're, they're fucked up. Google it. Tweet at James yeah. a bunch of pictures of elephant seals. No, please do. Please do. Not too many. He gets very work, excited. Right uh, so they restabilize the reactor core because currently, the, after stealing this data, they find Dr. Mossman. They're like, "What the fuck? She's talking about what's the project? What the hell is she talking about? Like, where yep. is she right now? Why is she wearing a winter coat?" Yep. Right. Um, is it because she got really fat and she's trying to hide it? Yeah. Because <laughs> something in Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's in Antarctica. Uh, uh, so the Citadel itself, part of it, self-destruct. Is to burrow into the combine homeworld okay. to send out a distress beacon, just in case they were just like, "Yeah, we need some help. We're gonna open this fucking portal." Yeah. And you guys gotta come. We gotta send like everything left, uh, everything else that the combine has at their disposal, um, has to come and fucking yeah. help us out. Help That's us stop. Help us stop the humans because the humans too strong on Earth. Yeah. Is basically what's going so on. Just drop right a now. line, get some friends in time. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of episode one basically just follows helping Barney Calhoun and some people get out of City 17 on trains. Okay. And at the end of the last boss of episode one is a Strider, kill a Strider, get on a train, but then the Citadel finally collapses. Oh, shit. It starts to blow up. So you oh, only delay the reactor. Okay. What you can see in the distance though when it's about to when it's about to go down is 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 these little eject pods come out of it. These are combine oh. advisors. These are the actual combine race escaping yeah. the citadel in these little rocket pods. Okay. Oh. And as they pass by you, it fucks up your vision because of their like kind of telekinetic. Yeah, they're energy. psychic. Juice. They all go exactly. They escape. They get away to parts unknown, and then the citadel explodes and derails the train you're on. Episode one ends. Oh shit! It's very short. Yeah, it okay. sounds short. It's very very short. Yeah. Thus begins episode two. Okay. Half-Life 2 Episode 2, you start on a train, you kind of get out of the wreck, and then you find Alex, and you look out, you look at the wreck of City 17 that's been completely destroyed. Okay. Oh, Anybody no. who's still there is dead. Everything has been completely leveled, and all that's left now is a wreck, the, the, the ruin of the Citadel with this giant bolt going up in the sky, which is starting to open what's known as a Combine Super Portal, which, was, which would allow the Combine homeworld to push through pretty much everything they have mm. onto Earth. Okay. So Episode 2 is all about stopping the creation of this combine super portal. Okay. You get to this old kind of mining facility, and then you see this thing on a roof that kind of chirps and whistles and like runs away. Cause what is it? The con- the combine synths all make very, I- not iconic, I suppose, but very specific and recognizable noises. Okay. Like the gunships <laughs> sound one way, the striders sound one way, okay. and the combine <laughs> hunters sound Ethan, one way. I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you make a... Sp- Specific and recognizable noise right now. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not too bad. That's All right. bad. I mean, I words words are specific and recognizable noises, right? Uh, Ooh, touche. Your name, James. <laughs> specific and recognizable so- noise. No. Yeah. A bunch of random sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Just, garbage. Or how about this sound of fucking? Now where was I? Um, so at the mining facility, you go in, and you keep hearing this thing kind of off in the background. All you're doing at this point is solving puzzles. It's not a combat area. Okay. Okay. And you have to activate the power at the mining facility to open a gate to get through. Okay. And then when you turn around after activating the power, you see these two blue lights, and this giant, not giant, it's about 10 feet tall, this, like, three-legged monster. It's a hunter. Scuttle away. It's a hunter. Exactly. Oh. You have to get out, and then Alex is sitting there. She's, the whole time, she's kind of like, I don't know what's going on out here, man. You just, like, you fucking hurry your shit up. Yeah, yeah. Up to, Gordon. Yep. Once you get out, you kind of get in, and then it 
crushes what you're crawling through and traps you behind it. Oh, shit. And stands over Alex. She's like, oh, fuck, tries to get away, and it has these two little blades underneath its body and stabs her through the gut. Whoa. Yeah. Wrecked, Alex. That's like the worst. Well, maybe not the worst, but it's definitely not a great place to get stabbed. The Alex gut, no. actually no. dies. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And then the hunter knocks you out and, and kind of like, and kind of gallops away. She doesn't die in this instant, but she does die soon. Oh, G-Man doesn't care about her. Oh, uh, you know, you don't, don't, yeah. Well, you know, just, That's what I feel like right now. Just be too soon, man. That's what I feel like right now. Just be too soon, right? Okay. So, a Vortigaunt shows up, finds Alex, finds you, frees you, and then takes you to a place in the mine where he and some of his other Vortigaunt buddies and some human buddies are, are living. Okay. And he's just like, listen, Alex is going to die. What we need to get is the antlion extract. So before the Vortigaunts were enslaved by the Neolanth, yep. and before they were, you know, prisoners on Earth of the Combine, they used to do practice something called antlion husbandry. So the antlions okay. inside of their hives yeah. have something called the extract, which is before they're born, they have this very powerful kind of blue goop. Blue goop. Right? Mm. That enhances the Vortigaunts' interdimensional abilities. Okay. Oh, so alien to- honey that makes you... Psionic better. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, basically, exa- okay. it's exactly that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they got it. They got to grease up. Okay. To get yeah. to, to to be able to squeeze through the dimensions, you got to yeah. grease up. You got to grease up. Yeah. Goop. There's a little ah, grease goop up. up. It's it's like the Olympics in ancient Greece. Like everybody's naked, uh, dicks everywhere, greased up with. You blue mean honey. the good yeah, Olympics? You just put a glob of alien mucus on yourself and yeah, yeah it's all good. Get through, exactly. Lube up through yeah. those dimensions. You want to get a little yeah. bit, a little bit of backdoor shenanigans? Yeah, that's that's all I'm talking about. Yeah. Like a little bit of antlion extract. I like lubed my way into her extra-dimensional space last night, if you know what if I mean. If you know what I'm talking about. A little, bit of, a little, little glide in, glide between dimensions. That's oh, it. Yeah. You can feel me. goop, oh, and this you're is, on your way. Oh, this is supposed to be the dark dimension. <laughs> There's wine glasses in here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got wine glasses in your butt? <laughs> Wait, we're talking about a butt? Uh, no, no oh, we were yeah. talking about the dark dimension the whole time. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Cool. So you manage to get the extract. You, you get it from another antlion guardian. This one's poisonous, so it glows green. Wow. Yeah. And then what happens is the Vortigaunt eats the extract okay. and starts to glow purple and gets the purple eye. So the antlion extract is what they use to save you and Alex from the G-Man and the explosion at the Citadel originally. Okay. Whoa. So episode two is revealed where they get this extra power. Okay. So they glow blue, they've got the blue eyes, and they save you guys. Cool. As they're saving Alex, so yeah. she actually dies in this moment here. Like oh, they, they're no. just like, okay, she's dead. We got to get her back immediately. Oh. The Vortigaunts use their powers. There's four of them, or four or five, and they're like, they all give their powers to each other, and they all kind of like use their interdimensional magic to kind of like sew her wounds back closed and yeah. bring her back from the margins, as they call it. So they prayed to the fire god and. Yeah. As they're distracted, though. He's, like, casting all his, like, dimensional spells. This is a great cutscene, which I'll show you guys afterwards. Yeah. Which you should also look up yourself, is cool. uh, the G-Man's heart-to-heart. Is there... Everybody's moving, and this is unexpected, because we haven't seen the G-Man at all in episode in one. In episode one, And yeah. up until this point, at all in episode two. Oh, okay. And the Vortigons are moving, and the time just stops. And you can move, and you're just like, oh, no. Oh, not oh, this again. Yeah. And he has this, like, fucking great intro. He's just like, duh. Freeman. Oh. And then just like appears in front of you, just like, oh fuck, yeah. oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> and like you don't really have any control over this, but he's mad. Like he's oh, not pleased okay. about that whole thing. And he talks to you. He's just like, I had to. It's like I, I understand this moment might not be the most appropriate for a heart to heart, 
but I had to wait for your friends to be otherwise occupied. Oh, shit. And he, like, sarcastically says friends, because the Vortigons were an enemy in Half-Life 1. Yeah. And he's well. like, there was a time they carried nothing for Miss Vance. Their only experience of humanity was a crowbar coming at them down a steel corridor. Oh. And you're just like, ooh, G-Man getting too real. Yeah. G-Man getting too real. And he eventually explains that he had saved Alex from Black Mesa as an investment because he somehow knew she would be important one day. Okay. He's like, he's like, I acted in the face of objections, you know, from naysayers or whatever. He's like, I'm not one to squander my investments. And then he tells you, he's like, this is why now I am forced to extract from you and and he talks about how it's like, listen, see her safely to the missile base you've been trying to get to called White Forest. See her safely to White Forest, Dr. Freeman, as okay. some small repayment for your own survival. So the reason Gordon has mm. been so pivotal in this whole thing, I guess, is the G-Man has been keeping him alive. Yeah. Okay. So he says, I, now I need to extract from you and then some small repayment for your own survival. And now he's moved on to Alex. Wow. Exactly. Oh boy! So they bring Alex back to life. And then he just disappears. That's it. And but the one thing he does tell Alex, actually, the only time he speaks to anyone but you, he leans in. He's like, "Listen carefully, my dear. When you see your father, relay these words: prepare for unforeseen consequences." Okay. Which is the first level title after the Resonance Cascade yeah, in Half Life One. Okay. That's a really scary message to get. So are we going prepare back in for time? the unprepared? Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. So are we going back in time? Nope. No. Nope. He's just—it's just a reference. He's Another just like prepare cascade, for. Perhaps? He's just pre prepare for unforeseen consequences. I don't think she wakes up and has no idea. Yeah. That the G-Man has spoken to her, and this gets kind of nefarious later on, which we'll see. But sorry, I, yeah. I, I didn't no, cut yeah. You off. Just yeah. like a, a little thing about G-Man, like he, he probably doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist for him as it does for everyone else, right? No. He probably sees everything as a holistic thing, and in an afternoon has hopped in. In a bunch of different he's places, got, he, and for us, we're playing yeah. this long he, thing where he, we see him. He's probably got a Rolodex full of points in time yeah. that he just has to get to, which yeah. is like an address to him rather it, it, than a clock. It, time. It, it, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I've never actually thought of it that way. There's yeah. a brilliant way of putting it. Actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The G-Man is not human. Okay. He appears as human to us, probably just so he can talk to us, because yeah. if, if he was like a cloud of mist. With yeah. the briefcase floating in it, we'd just be like, "This is fucking stupid." Yeah. But like, as like the kind of creepy looking dude with the uh, with the blue suit, and the way he speaks is very weird. Yeah. The actor does a fantastic performance. Uh huh. <laughs> Actually, while I was writing the script, uh, my buddy was with me, and he was just like, "You know, like the G-Man kind of talks a lot like Heath Ledger's Joker." <laughs> oh ten, yeah. Uh, ten years before Heath Ledger's yeah, Joker. Yeah. Wow. Like a lot. He's got a lot of the weird same kind of like intonations, a lot of the weird same tone, a lot of the weird uh, mannerisms. And I was like, oh fuck, that's true. Eh? Like yeah. the guy who does this was the OG. Yeah. Well, kind of Heath like Ledger, uncomfortable person. Heath Ledger based his voice off of, um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna blank on the name now, but some old rock star uh, speaks to, and you, you like, uh, you watch him in interviews, the rock star in interviews, and you're like, wow, that it does just, sound just like the Joker. Yeah. Okay. Um, Derivative. Derivative. <laughs> so that's it. Alex is fine. The Vortigons managed to save her. The Vortigons have no idea the G-Man was there. Yeah. You do. Alex has no idea that the G-Man has told her anything. Okay. It's uh, it's Tom Waits. It is. Is the uh? Oh really? The, who who he finally oh, got his inspiration okay, okay. for? That's I'll, the, I'll see that afterwards. That's the comedian who's like super raspy and shows up on like late night television, is he a comedian? Like, smoking cigarettes on on stage. Is he a comedian? It's that guy. I don't know what he is. A writer. No, I think he's a guitarist. I think he's a singer. Oh, yeah, you're Tom right. Waits, he is yeah. a singer, yeah. He's a fucked up person. Watch yeah. his interviews, everyone. Yeah. Tom Waits and 
He's up next. That's where Heath Ledger got his inspiration for the oh, Joker cool. from. Or that's what he said, anyway. All right. Sorry, Peter. I have so many sneezes inside of me right yeah. now. Oh, you look really frustrated. I, I, I didn't like, look frustrated. <laughs> I'm, I'm frustrated in my head. Not, yeah. not with you guys at all. I don't mind. I don't, it's I don't allergy well, Like we said maybe. before, you're still in your refractory period for your sneezes. Yeah, so you're going to have to wait yeah. an hour, yeah, and then we'll come back. Then it'll come um, more naturally. Yeah. The Vortigaunts, the Vortigaunts <laughs> save Alex. Nobody knows the G-Man was there. They give you a car. And then you drive. Oh, they give you a car. What? A brand new car. Yeah, you have to pick, <laughs> pick beyond these doors, right? Yeah. <laughs> True carries. Yeah. Well, what's fucked up about this whole thing, all right? You start to see the G-Man all over the place now. Okay. So the Vortigaunts don't know he's there, and he's, he's, they're not keeping him away anymore. They so slip can, through their lines now. Exactly. Yeah. He can. He's spotted multiple times through Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Okay. So they give you a car, and you're driving around. And then you come up to this, you come up to this kind of like crashed alien thing. And you remember at the end of episode one, where the combine advisors had ejected out of the citadel in, yes. in these escape pods. You find one of these flying escape slugs, pods. exactly. And you go into a barn, where you find some combine technology put up in the barn. You find some combine in a barn. <laughs> there's like a power source. And Alex is just like, well, this has got to be one of the combine advisor life support systems. We got to shut this fucking thing down. Okay. So this thing can't get out. Okay. Okay, so you shut it down, it starts to blow up, but then you kind of, like, your movement gets restricted very briefly, and you see Alex is, like, starts, like, blowing up in the air, so does, like, a barrel and another dude who's in the room with you. Oh, okay. shit. And then you all get lifted up and slammed against the walls, and then the doors of this life support system open up and retract, and inside is a Combine Advisor. Oh, okay. So this is the first time in the Half-Life series where you're close to a Combine Advisor. Wow. It doesn't have its arms built into it at the moment, Okay. but it's got its like weird little kind of robot eye thing, Okay. and it's just inside. So it starts to inspect all the things in the room. And this is kind of when you get the sense of how incredibly powerful a Combine Advisor is just by itself. One, they can fly using nothing but their psychic powers. Okay, yeah, so it grabs powerful. a it grabs a barrel and they have this like proboscis thing they use to eat. They don't What's have a proboscis? It's like a, the thing that bees use to drink nectar. Okay, it's a little straw. Okay, it's it's, it's a face straw. Yeah, yeah exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Or they're like like a butterfly or a bee. Yeah, yeah. or a hummingbird even. Huh. Yeah. Learn something. So it, it comes out of under their mask and it like pokes at a barrel and realizes the barrel's inorganic and it without uh, obviously it doesn't have limbs. The barrel itself just kind of crushes. And then it gets thrown away. Whoa. Then it brings over the other dude who was in the room. And yeah. it's like, he's dead. But he's like, it's like poking at it, realizes he's organic, flips him over to his to his back, and like sticks a proboscis into his head, <laughs> sucks his blood out. But then he's like, oh no, he's dead. This isn't mm -hmm. good. Then it just takes him and without touching him, snaps him in half Ugh, at the man. chest. Whoa. Not even at the waist. Gotta play these games. That's it crazy. Just, yeah, it's just, like, pretty gnarly. Yeah. It just like snaps him in half and throws his body across the room. Uh, then it brings Gordon over. And his proboscis starts coming out in front of you, but then it life support system kind of blows up, and there's like a fatal error because you would destroy the power source earlier, mm. and then shrapnel shoots into its face, and it freaks out. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay, eject, eject, yeah, boys, yeah. eject. It flies up to the roof of the building, and then you get your guns back, yeah. and then you can start shooting at it, but what it does is it tears the entire roof of the building down. It turns into like a, sh a vortex of wood to use as a shield around it. Oh, this is an intense scene. Yeah, and then it flies really... away. Wow. And then it flies away. It tears down the entire room. Giant slug out. Yeah. 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 Slug's got to go. Slug yeah. out. Slug, phone home. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Well, like, I don't even know why I was afraid, because it could have snapped you in half whenever it fucking wanted. 
Oh yeah, it tears the roof off. Shield flies away. You get yeah. attacked by some combine soldiers, uh, soldiers who have been called in to assist yeah. it. And then once you get there, eventually you, you do some more fighting. Yeah. You get to the White Forest missile base, which has a missile on it that has a satellite that's similar to the one that was launched in Half-Life 1. Okay. okay. It's there to cause a resonance reversal, except this time it actually works. Okay. So you manage to launch the missile and close the combine super Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So no However, more reinforcements. Hmm? No more reinforcements. No more reinforcements. The combine on Earth are now stuck on Earth. Oh yeah, I'm as not trapped here with you. As oh, you're trapped here with exactly, me. As far as we know. Now, before you close the portal, there is a scene in which Alex is talking to her dad because Eli's there. Eli, Eli, uh, Doctor Kleiner, and new new character out of fucking nowhere. Um, what the hell's his name? She's uh, same she's, last oh, name. Doctor Magnuson. Ma- Doctor Magnuson. Doctor Magnuson. He's a dickhead. He developed something called the Strider Buster. We'll get into that in a second. Um, but we all meet up at White Forest, and there's like, well, the Combine are coming, we gotta defend this rocket. Okay? Dr. Magnuson is a huge dick, he's just like, okay, here, this is this thing, you're gonna help this, because they're, they're, they're sending in a bunch of Striders and a bunch of Hunters. So the yeah. Combine Hunters are support units for Striders, but they're smaller, so that's why they patrol the wilderness okay. of, of Earth now, that, that's all they do. Uh, but a Strider Buster is like a magnetic bomb that latches onto the side of a Strider. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. instead of needing to shoot it with seven rockets, if you manage to latch a Strider Buster onto it, Buster okay, makes them feel good. You hit it Bustin with one bullet. It just blows yeah. up, and it blows a Strider apart. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. But the hunters can shoot them out of the air, and they fall to pieces. Okay. Or the hunters can shoot them off. So you've got to kill the hunters that are guarding the Strider. Got it. Kill the ads before the boss. Yeah, exactly. that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Because the Striders, if they get too close to the missile base, will use yeah. their warp cannon to destroy the rocket. Okay. Those bastards. Right before the attack commences, okay, the screens behind you, de- you deliver the data that you would stole with Dr. Mossman, and yep. then you look at it with Dr. Kleiner and, doc- and, and Dr. Vance, and they're just like, oh my god, this fucking thing that she's found, the location of the project is the Borealis. The Borealis was a ship. You said this so long ago in the episode. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, okay. It's the Borealis. It was, a, it was a cargo ship in Lake Huron designed by Aperture Science that oh. had something on it called the bootstrap device. That was some sort of like wicked teleportation technology. Okay. During the seven hours war, they were just like, it's untested, but we don't want to get killed by alien monsters. So they activated it, and then the Borealis, with all hands on deck and part of the dry dock, just were absorbed in this like sphere of energy and vanished. Nice. It's wow. gone. And now Dr. Mossman's found it 20 years later. And it's okay. at the bottom Com- of the lake. Combine want it. We want it. Anyway. Then, then that screen goes blank where you're watching the video, and then Alex is talking to her dad, and then you can see behind her, in the kind of like the 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 snow of like the static on TV. Yeah. The fucking G-Man is there. He appears just on the screen, and then Alex is just like, "Oh yeah, dad, by the way." And then she like kind of stands up, and the G-Man's on the TV screen, and she's just like, "Prepare for unforeseen consequences." And then Eli's just like, "What the fuck are you saying?" He like falls down. Because he's interacted with the G-Man before, mm. and he tells you this chapter is called "Our Mutual Fiend," but he says "Our Mutual Friend." Yeah. yeah. Eli was the scientist who was given the Zen Crystal at, at in, in, in half by G-Man. By originally. the G-Man. Yeah. He's just like, I knew we never should have tested that crystal Whoa. when he brought me that crystal. We should never have done this thing. He's just like, and then he's just like, listen, Gordon, when you guys find the fucking Borealis, you can't use it. You got to destroy that ship. You gotta get that shit out of here. You, you, it cannot happen. This is still episode two. Yeah? Episode two, yeah. Okay, great. This is still a video game that exists. Yeah. So you can play this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to now. Yeah. Com- so the combine attack White Forest. Yeah. Okay. At one point you do see an advisor. 
if you shoot it, your screen gets distorted. Because it's like you're closing this like rocket bay at one point. You're closing a silo you're closing silo doors to like protect the inside of the base. Yeah. And you can shoot all the combine soldiers and they'll all die. But then there's like a, an advisor that kind of like glides over. And if you shoot it, the bullets don't hurt it and your screen gets all distorted by all of its like energies. Oh, okay. So whatever, you defend them, obviously it's a video game. You win. Yeah. You win the game. And you launch the rocket, and then this time the resonance reversal style thing works, and the satellite manages to close the combine super portal, like I said earlier, cuts off the combine from the combine homeworld. Nice. Wow. So they're stranded. Take that, All nerds. Right. Yeah, take that, nerds. Yeah, and stupid then, space nerds with your psychic powers. And then Eli yeah. take, takes you and takes Alex to a helicopter bay. He's like, yeah, well, listen, I mean, we did good here. Let's just go uh, to where Dr. Mossman is in the Arctic, and uh, we're going to go uh, take care of the Borealis. Right. Just then, your screen is dis- distorted again. Okay. And you're just like, oh, oh, fuck, no. No. No? Actually, Alex Slug? and Gordon are slammed against the walls, and then because of the amount of, like, almost unstoppable psychic energy that is coming out of a combine advisor, a window on the wall of the helicopter hangar kind of just peels open, oh. and the combine advisor kind of just, like, glides Squeezes in. his way through. Oh, yeah, they leaves a trail. Uh, well, no, they psionic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It just, it just kind of glides in. It's looking yeah. at you. It's it's ignoring Eli entirely. Yeah, yeah. He's just lying on the ground. He's just like, okay, you two, you listen to me. Don't you fucking do anything. You destroy that ship. And I was like, no, Dad, don't do it. You're insane. Don't do it. He grabs a pipe and hits the advisor across the face with the pipe. Ooh, don't do that. No, it gets pissed off because it, would, it, it yeah. just like slaps him to the ground. He's like a crippled old man. Yeah. He's missing a leg. <laughs> yeah. And it holds him down. And then you see the rest of the wall of the airline hangar. Uh, like, I'll show you guys this cutscene at the end. Yeah. Uh, or after this, rather, because it's so cool. I don't know if my description is going to do it justice, but, like, the metal and all the beams in the side of the hangar are just kind of bent away as the second advisor comes in. So it flies past and More just... More than one of these fuckers? And just it's passing, oh. just, like, bends the wall of the hangar out of shape, and oh, it yeah. comes in, grabs Eli, picks him up, and just, don't look, honey! Close your eyes! Don't look! And it, like, slams his proboscis into his head and starts drinking all his blood. Nice. Was yeah. oh, he okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ethan, he was fine. Don't, don't worry. Man, like, mosquito bites suck, but that must be pretty bad. That yeah, must also, that must itch like hell. That, yeah. that must also be hard to do. Uh, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's drinking his blood super casually, and then uh, this, the other advisor, the first advisor that arrived, like, looks at you with its little robot eye. It looks at you, and it grabs Alex and starts pulling her over. And then her robot dog jumps in from the roof and saves you both. Her robot dog dog? Her robot dog dog jumps in, punches the advisor in the face. It's just like, oh shit, it like screams and kind of claws itself away with its robot arms and then flies out. And then the other one that was drinking Eli's blood just kind of looks around. It's like, yo, guess we're leaving. (laughs) Throws Eli on the ground and they both just fly away. Nice. Um, See you, nerds. And uh, then Half-Life 2 Episode 2 ends. Oh. Cool. That's that's a weird spot to end the entire series. That's it. It's over. Yeah. So, so... So Buddy posted something online. Mark laid, Mark laid like exactly. So yeah. uh, some people got mad about this because they're nerds and nerds get mad at shit all the nerds time. Nerds do get mad at shit. Nerds get real mad. I can attest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought this was great. So I put this in caps in my note here. Ten fucking years later, I gave up in 2012. <laughs> Half-Life 2 Episode 2 came out in 2007, ended on a cliffhanger, and by 2012, with no new information, I realized the game was never going to come out. Yeah, yeah. So I gave up. That's fair. Five years after that, in 2017, Mark Laidlaw, the writer, releases a kind of like, kind of like the back flap of a book. Yeah. Right? As to like what would have happened had he gotten to make or write episode three. Yeah. Yes. 
and that's, what was supposed to happen. Yeah, last episode you were saying, I just wish someone would release a book report about it. I just, I <laughs> wish, I, I totally didn't set that joke up at all because no. I totally had no there idea. There was no way we could That it had already that. happened. I would never blow that. Well, yeah. It was yeah. crazy that it, it did be, happen. It would be ridiculous to assume that I knew that yeah. it already yeah. happened. It's, it's almost as Unless if you're G-Man... Some sort of, um, what are the time traveling aliens called? Uh, Vortigaunts? Unless you're some sort of Vortigaunt, Somehow. you can yeah, travel in the future. Yeah, or G-Man whispered it. in his ear. Like, Prepare for unreleased here. content. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter fell off his chair. How can you? <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have experimented so, with crystal. Episode three is said to open with the funeral of Eli Vance. So they bury Eli Vance. And after that, Alex and the Resistance and Dr. Kleiner and Gordon are just like, okay, well, we got to go get the Borealis. Yeah. So one thing we got to do. So they take a seaplane. They leave from wherever the fuck White Forest is. And they start heading towards the Arctic. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. Excuse Antarctic you. or Arctic? Uh, the, the Arctic. I misspoke okay. because yeah. the so the the, uh, the blog post that Mark Laidlaw released is called Epistle 3. Okay. I, I didn't and read it. Ethan, did you read it? Nope. No? Okay. I read I didn't it. know yeah. any yeah, other story I, I, for any of the games, so what am I going to I read it a couple times. Um, it's released as a gender-swapped fan fiction style sort of thing, but if you just kind of reverse everything, it all makes sense. That is all of my internet history. Yeah, gender-swapped gender fan, fan fiction. fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sonic and Tails just scissoring the ever-living fuck out of each other. Yeah, and Tails is a boy. Nice. Tails is a boy. No, Tails is a girl. His he? name is Miles Tails. He's Whoa. definitely a boy. Tails' Whoa. first name is Miles. Yeah. I thought Tails was a girl all this time. There are no girls in the Sonic universe. What about Rose? <laughs> no, she doesn't exist. And uh, the Bat Rouge. No, they're, they're boys. It's all boys, yeah. all the time. What about Ethan the Hedgehog? Because real hedgehogs yeah. are only are asexual and they're only boys. What about Eggman? Dr. Robotnik, yeah. yeah. Dr. Robotnik? Boy. Don't call him Eggman, you fucking pleb. He's an Eggman. <laughs> Eggman. Oi, the Eggman. Yeah. Oi, Oi, hey, hey, Eggman. Eggman. Oh, look at that. Whoa. He's <laughs> Get out of my head. I think there's, the G-Man spoke to both of us. Yeah, let's just say that. There's yeah. so many robots. Yeah. Technically speaking, the G-Man could appear in whatever universe he wants, right? That's true. <laughs> he like, goes to Deckard Kane. He's just like... Don't let him leave without this. Uh, Ask him to wait a bit, why don't you? Uh, <laughs> maybe listen. I don't know. Maybe listen. What do you want? I go <laughs> I tell you that nigger again. He's a nice if guy. If he doesn't but... leave, yeah. Link shows up. Take, don't go alone. Take this. It's a schmutz without it. <laughs> I think. Do you think someone will like mod and fan make this blog post into a game? Almost certainly. Probably. All, yeah, yeah, almost yeah, certainly. certainly. Listen, with uh, and Valve will probably just buy it and sell it to us because that's what they did with Counter Strike Team Fortress and Dota. Yeah, like, just, like sell us mods. Yeah, of that's it. They just been waiting for somebody to. They didn't know what they were gonna do with it, so they're like, just waiting for someone to make Half Life Three, and they're yeah. just sitting there like, why hasn't anybody done it yet? They'll follow for community creations where they get a bunch of modders to make a bunch of things and then charge them yeah. on Bethesda gets all the money for all the mods work yeah. and it's great yeah uh, it's just like we found out how to do slavery again. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did it guys thank god yeah all we needed was the internet slavery. <laughs> we, got it, we, we got it back everybody <laughs> we did it uh, so anyway they take a seaplane to the arctic and at present the way it's explained in this fan fiction or in, in the summaries is unknown how the seaplane was shot down but it crashes okay okay Alex and Gordon start making their way towards the location of the Borealis with the using the making coordinates of Dr. Downtown, Mossman. Making them, fast. Walking fast, faces pass into something. The Borealis. Piano, piano flourish. <laughs> piano, piano flourish. Um, Borealis. <laughs> they see something that's like flickering off in the distance that looks like kind of like a broken hologram. Okay. And that as I get like there, the Aurora Borealis. A little bit. 
Okay, okay, I'm following you. They find this thing, they find that this hologram is surrounded by combine technology. Okay. What it is, is the Borealis. And what they've realized is that Dr. Mossman didn't send them coordinates of where it was, but where it might be. Okay. Because the bootstrap device wasn't a teleporter. The, the bootstrap device, when they it was untested when they used it during the seven hours war to escape. Yeah, yeah. It simply stretched the Borealis between locations. So it currently exists between Lake Huron, when the Combine invaded, okay. and when you show up in the 2020s in right. the Arctic. Wormhole. And at all places in between, and it flickers between Those realms two. and all universes. And times, and, times. and yeah. Exactly. Okay. So Dr. Mossman had pinned down the location of when next it would become solid. So you managed to get there, you managed to get on board very in a very brief window, as some other resistance people who had followed you and Alex behind. Okay. They arrived too late, they're fighting the Combine. You, some Combine forces, Alex and Dr. Mossman are trapped on board as it starts to disappear again. Okay. So what they then decide to do is they were going to use the bootstrap device and the self-destruct therein to take the Borealis to the Combine homeworld. Okay. And use it as like a kind of like a, a teleportation rocket. Yeah, a boom. Okay. A boom. Exactly. It's going to teleport there, go boom. Exactly. Now, you remember that Dr. Mossman is kind of looked on as a traitor? Yeah, especially she, was by a, Alex, she was a traitor. Especially yeah. by Alex. She insists she was a double agent the whole time. Okay. Dr. Mossman was like, I was in love with your father. You know, I loved Eli more than, more than you could possibly know, yada, yada, yada. Um, I just fucking, you know, I was, I was just, I was just like playing both sides. I just wanted the Combine to trust me so I could eventually find the Borealis yeah, and yeah. launch it, launch it at their homeworld. Okay. Okay. Alex doesn't buy this shit. They get into a bit of a scuffle. Uh, Gordon leaves for some reason, apparently, okay, and then hears Alex's gun go off, and he comes back in, Dr. Mossman is dead. Oh, no! Oh. But maybe Why also, yeah. Who shot it? Who shot it? The G-Man. know for sure? He wasn't there. Well, you know what? You know who does know? It's the G-Man. Yeah. Just yeah. then, the G-Man is stated to appear not to Gordon this time, but to Alex. Okay. And he just kind of walks onto the Borealis, because he can, he can appear at any time, including at all time ever, which is where the Borealis currently exists. Yeah, that's he takes Alex. He's just like, "Come with me, my dear. We've got, we've got. Uh, what is it? It's such a great quote. It's like we've got things to be and places to do, or something, or people or, to do and things to be. It's, it's something very vague. He takes Alex, and Alex and the G-Man just leave. And now Gordon is completely alone on the Borealis. Oh shit, our homie. Yeah, stranded. Is this where it ends? Nope, not yet. It ends imagine very if, soon. Imagine if the writer release was a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it so, might be. Like, don't, yeah. Don't, don't speak so soon. It might be. So, like, now on board completely by himself. There's no combine left because you fight them all off. Yeah. Right? Dr. Mossman's dead. Yeah. Alex left with the G Man or was basically taken by the G Man because nobody really leaves with the G Man, yeah, yeah. right? Um, Gordon's is just like, okay, well, I mean, I'm just going to do what Alex and Eli wanted. I'm going to destroy the Borealis. Uh-huh. So, they set the coordinates for the combine homeworld. The Borealis arrives. And then Gordon realizes the futility of the entire thing. The Combine homeworld is like this giant mechanical structure powered by a Dyson sphere. Now, does anybody know what a Dyson sphere is? Yeah, because I, I did. You build a structure around a star to harness you build, its energy. You, you, you build an energy collection machine around an entire star. Yeah. Okay. So the Combine is so infinitely powerful that their homeworld is like a space station on a star, powered by and built around a star. Yeah. And realizing the, the best quote is. Like the combine wouldn't realize the borealis as anything more than a match strike against this, and yeah. then like Gordon realizes the futility of the whole thing. Vortigaunts show up, they grab Gordon, they take him away, and they leave him on the shore somewhere. 
it's a familiar shore, but it's so far in the future now. No one will remember the Resistance or the Combine. No um. one will remember his name. No one will remember anything. And then it's like finally signed, like, yours in indefinite infinity, Dr. Yeah. Gordon Freeman. And that's how it ends. Cool. And that's it. Well, it's a bit of a cliffhanger, well, though. Well, yeah, but it's, it was always been said that it was it was set it was set. Episode three was supposed to only finish the story of Gordon. Oh, and then we've it starts with been, Alex. We've yeah. always been suspicious. Like since episode one in two thousand six, everybody's kind of been suspicious that Alex would eventually supersede him as a protagonist of some sort of Half Life. Okay. And then that was like further cemented in Half Life two, episode two, where the Gordon, oh, where the Gordon, where the uh, G Man speaks directly yeah. to her. Yeah. With, like unforeseen consequences, and then in Epistol three, the G Man, you know, takes Alex away no way. after yeah, that's probably I mean. making her kill. Dr. Mossman. Yeah. Thematically, it kind of fits, too, because, like, uh, Gordon Freeman, he's the wrong man in the right place. He's not an ultra-powerful person, right? He's just kind of there. Yeah. And he, it, things are futile for him. For for someone like G-Man, who's a small man in a large organization, who can hop through time like he's just going to show up on a different address on your street, like, he is so powerful. He's like a, he's like a, he's like a vacuum salesman, but he can appear at any time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he just sucks, right? Like, he... Yeah. Why should Gordon be so ultra important? He realizes he's futile and it fits. Yeah, yeah no. I like it. Yeah, and that's it. That that like that's how it could have ended. What it yeah. what technically the way it actually ended was Doctor Eli Vance dies, and then we never got anything for ten years. We never will. But this is it. This is this is the cool. only the only canon we have. I like it. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I really want to play episode two after hearing this. We got some cutscenes to watch afterwards, but um, I guess um. You wanna you wanna take us home there, Ethan? Because that's the, that, that's that's well, my piece. I'm I'm Ethan. You can find me at Ethan the Dead Man. Uh, you can find the Lore Boys at Lore Boys uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Just look up uh, Lore Boys YouTube, and we'll come up. And I love you all. Um, Peter, where can we find you if we're looking for you? You can find me at Pete O'Donohue on Twitter, and then you can find me at Old Aunt Peter on the Instagram. Uh, you can find my deviant art, which is O'Manahue. That's where I kind of archive a lot of our thumbnails if you want to see them up close. And then you can, of course, find all of our work on the YouTube's channel. Actually, uh, what's cool now is if you search Lore Boys, only just just Lore Boys on yeah. YouTube now, we're the first like five or six results. Yeah, completely out of order for some yeah. fucking reason. Yeah, but yeah. yeah we're, we made it, guys. In order to views, I believe. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, Jamie. Yeah, uh, I'm James, and you can find me at. Um, J A Y M I double L K on Twitter. That's J Milk, and uh, also James the Miller on Facebook. Also, keep an eye out. Uh, we're going to be creating uh, Facebook for the Lord Boys soon. I'm going to spearhead that. Should be coming your way oh, soon. Oh yeah, I, I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. So, um, and also uh, stay tuned for next week, where I'll let you know how DreamHack Montreal went. I believe uh, we might all get there at some point. Yeah, and. Uh, if I'll do, do my best, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it depends on traveling stuff. we got to figure out the yeah, flights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on that note... Lore Boys. No, I have a Lore Boys premium for you. Oh, oh we forgot about our coupon. Oh, God damn it. These friggin' dummies over here. So I, the reason I'm so excited about it is because I've been putting a lot of time into this. Uh, I've actually trained beetles to spell out uh, dirty words based on a command. You basically wow. just say the dirty word and the beetle will spell it out. So I have jars and jars and jars of beetles at my home right now just waiting to be given away to anybody who signs up for Lore Boys premium. Yep. So uh, make sure to hit that like, subscribe button, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, um, I love you all, and I guess that constitutes a Lord Boys. Lord Boys. Yeah, Lord Boys out. Out.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.